A totally tubular morning to you all, and welcome to Mayday's bite-sized, pint-sized Tales from the Loop campaign. My name is Lev, and I will be your babysitter for this game. As you can see, we've got some new faces and some old, although not so new to you if you have been following along on this uh, little adventure. Uh, but we'll talk to them in just a moment. Uh, right now, we're going to work our way through some, through some announcements. Uh, if you've missed out on any chapter of Tales from the Loop, do not fear. You can still check us out on Spotify, Twitch VOD, and our YouTube channels as of right now. If you're wondering how you can get more Mayday in your life, you can usually catch our streams here every other Saturday for our main show. We're taking a little bit of a breath between seasons right now, but I think you'll be happy with what we have coming next. You can follow us on all major platforms, as well as Spotify and SoundCloud for podcast-friendly recordings of all our major shows and streams. And finally, you can donate to us on Patreon and join our Patreon Discord. The Discord is where we've had a really nice chance to build a great little family around our content. Uh, we have patrons who have joined each other's games and played with some hosted by ourselves. We've struck up the Doom to Repeat Deadpool once again, now that season three has begun recording. And of course, uh, we show off our little loves, be they pets, plants, or shiny little math rocks. In addition to all of that craziness, you get the opportunity to listen to exclusive Patreon content, behind the scenes information, and sometimes early access to content. Uh, we'd like to give a shout out to all of our handler level Patreon contributors. It's because of their involvement that our content uh, has been able to take some big picture steps. So thank you to Ankh, Ojipan, Bimblewort, Cameron S, Eric A, Jonathan M, Ran, WTF, and Alex Johnson. We so appreciate your support. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And uh, hopefully you continue to enjoy all of our chaos. Finally, 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 we just want to give love to our last member, Vince, who was on a little Mayday hiatus, but only for a little bit longer. We get him back so soon. If you haven't already heard, Vince is also uh, on creating, uh, working on creating some expansion material for the new Street Wolves source book by Tablecat Games, um, which is out now, which is rad. Um, so look out for Dead Hand when it inevitably hits the TTRPG community. Vince, we love you dearly. We can't wait to have you back at the table. Um, and I think actually Eli has just told me that Vince will be back by the time this episode comes out. So we already take back. So we'll go back. But. <laughs> Not for us in this moment, but for future us in the moment you're currently viewing this, we have Vince back. So lucky us. We're missing you now and excited <laughs> for you in the present. Time is a weird. Chat. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Vince. Um, as for any content warnings, uh, before we get started today, I just wanted to say that Tales from the Loop is set in the 80s, but this community is pretty isolated, so it may not reflect the 80s um, that was in the real historical world or uh, any historical world. This is an 80s that never was in a town that could have been, um, but trigger and content warnings still apply. So for this episode, mentions of hunting, people going missing, reptiles and amphibians, including snakes, uh, distant or negligent adult figures, and pretty minor injuries usually a, a associated with like manual labor. Not nothing, nothing gonna be too gory, but there is always the potential of someone getting a little bit hurt. Um, okay, I think that's all of my yammering. Uh, let's introduce our players and their characters and then jump into the game. 
players, please introduce yourselves, your pronouns, your characters, their pronouns, and what archetype you've taken. Uh, we'll start with Allison. Hi, I was ready this time. Hi, I'm Allison, um, or Insight Checked on the internet. My pronouns are she, her. I will be playing Henry Biggs, or HB, or Hamburger Boy, all about aliases. Uh, he, uh, he, him, and uh, he is a jock. Excellent. Lex? Hi, I'm Lex, also known as Titanomic RPG. I use they, them pronouns, as does my character, Chaeyoung Kim. Uh, they, oh, actually, Chaeyoung uses they, she pronouns now. Uh, and uh, they are a computer geek. Fantastic. Carrie? I am Carrie Smith. I am playing Peyton, the troublemaker, and we both use she, her pronouns. Perfect. Uh, Eli. Hi, I am Eli. I go to Eli on Twitter. Uh, I go by any and all pronouns. Uh, I am playing Rada. That goes by they, she pronouns. And Zach. Hello, my name is Zach. I go by Zach the Drag everywhere it matters. I uh, play Khadijah Mitchell and both of us have she, they pronouns. All right, we're going to have a little bit of a recap since it's been a bit for us. Um, we left our swamp kids in the hideout of their their creation um it is in the back room of greta's grub but before this the group um made their way up a mountain towards the uh little plateau of a swamp uh in search of foraging goods for Khadijah's family, uh, as this is the beginning of the fall break, where everyone in town is expected to chip in, keep the town running through the winter, um, because things are kind of up in the air uh, for you in a mountain town uh, through the winter. <clears throat> so you all made your way up to the swamp and found some strange uh, tracks in the mud. You followed those tracks up the hill um, and then into the trees, uh, following broken branches up and up and up until you came across a meadow and a strange creature laughing in the middle of it. Uh, as you came upon the creature, you noticed that it was some kind of a robot. Uh, but not a robot you had seen before. Robots in your town usually don't speak or have emotions or laugh. Uh, so this is a bit of a new revelation to you. You invited it back to your home, uh, your hideout, if, uh, as it were, um, with Khadijah... Um, calling a bit of a, uh, a ruckus to distract the guards from the shed. Um, all of this information was found after Peyton and um, Henry had a standoff with Dalton Concord, uh, the son of the head guard at the shed, who uh, whose arm was broken, as you found from uh, school friends who were saying that his arm was snapped in half by something in the woods. Now you think, maybe you found the thing that snapped his arm. Um, but Khadija managed, managed to uh, 
get the get the guards' attention enough that the four of you were able to sneak morph as you've named them into the hideout and you all decided to have a sleepover and that's where we're going to pick up the next morning so <clears throat> the sun dawns um it's a little hard to see in here there's only one window set pretty high up uh it's one of those windows that has like chicken wire in it to prevent theft um but slowly the sun kind of peeks its way through and you all awaken um, a little confused and a little surprised that you're not in your home before the memories of the day before come flooding back. And you see the large round form of Morph sitting in the corner, arms still like long and out because they can't be retracted for some mechanical reason inside them, uh, but legs just kind of propped under the uh, the torso ball um, to fit inside of the fort you guys have built. Um, they've got Peyton's little Spider-Man in their arms and they're kind of jumping it back and forth and making little as, as close to thwip as a as a robot can get. I'm Spider-Man. I'm Spider-Man. Uh, as quietly as they can because they know you're still asleep. Uh, but upon seeing... who, Who's likely the first to rise? Who's an early riser in this group? I think... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you just, you're kind of the first one who hears this... Swinging, swinging. Uh, Morph, did you go to sleep? Do you sleep? Mm. Mm. Sometimes I sleep, but not last night. Is it okay that you didn't sleep? Are you tired? No. No. Okay, well, maybe we can find a way for you to have a Spider-Man moment today. I don't know where we're going, but it seems like you like him a lot. He is Peyton's favorite. I see. Then I think she'll help us. She'll help us get to Spider-Man more than I can. I just know what I'm seeing right now. So, that'll be good. Thank uh, you, Peach. You're welcome. Is... How did we sleep? Did we... We cuddle piled, yes. I think that was the the general consensus was you guys cuddle piled, yeah. Okay. I'm going to. There's. This is the '80s. There's no googling. Mm. <laughs> this is the '80s. I suppose I will just wonder. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I will just wonder. the universe. I need that. You all need a solo poster of that in the in the shop in the Mayday it's just, shop. It's just deep. I can imagine like this old school white piece of paper with that like red script font of like the old grocery stores. That's what I'm picturing in my head. I love that so much, actually. Because <laughs> there's no Google. I'm like, I I want to I want to start thinking about where like morph can be safe and still have space to like roam around. So I'm like. 
I want an enclosure, <laughs> but I don't know. Is there anything that I could, that I feel like Khadijah would know about, um, what's the name of the zone, the loop, I believe, but anything about where Morph came from and how to avoid his capture? Um, go ahead and roll me. You can roll me investigate. Okay. Yeah, just roll me investigate. We'll do that. So again, through uh, all the d6s in your pool, you just need one six to succeed. That is not a success. Not a success. Uh, you're kind of casting around in your head. You know, there's a basement at the school, um, but the music teacher is like in half of that. Um, there's always the the freezer at the school, uh, but no, your grandfather is uh, busy making that ready for the winter. Um, most everywhere in town that's already kind of spoken for is in use. You know, every like every space has a purpose as of right now. Mm. Okay. Um, you you know there's there's always like exploring around town that you can try and find spots um and checking in with the other like with people that you know if there's a way you can figure out to ask just hey is there an enclosure no reason um so there, there are still options for like things that you can find but off the top of your head right now you're a little like sleep groggy still um okay. nothing's really coming to you morph do wow. you know how to pretend to be something else can you like like ghillie suit yourself <laughs> into suit. like like a it's like a it's like a suit that makes me look like a tree or like <clears throat> plants but Camouflage. you yes can you look like a refrigerator or uh i don't know something like that get real boxy and still their little feet kind of start to like half fold up in a in in the opposite of a direction of a normal toe direction kind of hyperextend backwards and fold against the body it's not like it's folding into the body but it's just kind of flat against it so it's almost completely round their head can't get any smaller than it is. It's pretty much just like wobbling back and forth. The arms make this god awful grinding, like. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. That which now may, we. Uh, I, that probably wakes a few of you up. <laughs> oh yeah, Henry's up at that. It's like a shot. Ed He's like, ah, oh, I am here, coach. Uh, uh. Hey, Henry. Hey, Coach. Deej. Hey, Deej. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, that, I didn't mean to wake you up. I was trying to finagle morph into something else. My arms are... You don't have to do that to your arms. You just... You relax. They Maybe relax and their little arms like slither along the ground a little bit. Yeah. Maybe we'll make them look like a bunch of cords or something. I don't know. You have any ideas? Uh, a football? Football. 
and they kind of like swivel their head far to one side, so it it's oblong in one direction but not in the other. Okay, but that is pretty. That's most of the football until it gets to the other side. It's maybe not a football, but is there anything? I don't know. Maybe we can wrap something around him on the bottom so it looks like a trash can. I don't want to put him in a trash can. That feels like more damaging than good. Trash. I don't want to be trash. What, what about pants? Can we put pants on Morph? And they can just walk around? Pants on Morph. That's a big pants pair of pants. Pants on Morph. Pants on Morph. Cheon wakes up chanting that. Uh. <laughs> and you just hear shh, 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 and and Peyton's in like a tangle of limbs right now of her own limbs, uh, just <laughs> still trying to sleep. Uh, morning. Uh, yes, we should put pants on Morph. And then also, what are we talking about? Chang, I'm so smart. Henry says, just like so impressed that Chang is like already engaged in the conversation. <laughs> he did not even know where he was when he woke up. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening, but I did hear that we're putting pants on a robot. So that's Chaeyoung doesn't need anything else except that. That's a, that's as much buy-in as you'll get from Chaeyoung or me, honestly. Uh, How many put, pants? Put pants that's like a big pair of pants, right? I'm like sitting up, like rubbing my <laughs> rubbing my face. Like who, I mean, who owns like pants that big? They make really big pants for really big people. Yeah, but I mean, town would have some. Maybe we could get them custom made, or like let get like a big piece of tarp, and ask someone to make pants out of it. Yeah, we can make custom pants. I was trying to figure out how to camouflage morph because he's that's smart. That's that makes sense. Why we're talking about that? Yeah, sorry. I mean, yes, we pants, but I mean, this might be your your bag more than anyone else's. But it's if there's some way we can make him look like another machine, or or maybe pants, maybe pants will just do it. I was just already in for the pants thing, so I think we should just keep that on the table, mm-hmm. and then also figure out the camouflage thing. But maybe we could do. I think the forest is the best place because, or we should find like a cave, or or like make a little. <gasps> we should make a treehouse or something. We can make a treehouse, right? It's not that hard. Um, and we could hide Morph in there, and then we could also do this thing where we put pants on Morph, uh, and also maybe a jacket, like a blazer, maybe make a whole suit, and then we put a bunch of, like, branches and stuff on it. Yeah, it's like, it's like when you have regular clothes, and then you have church clothes. Like, maybe the camouflage is, like, in an emergency, and then the pants are for out on the town. Are we gonna want to have morph outside in in the winter, though? Oh, true. That's right. We that's and why cold. we wanted to bring morph inside. Yeah. Right. I guess so, we could get a box and paint it like a refrigerator. Yeah. What? Whoa, say, we just put a box on him. <laughs> we need a big box, and maybe there will be big pants in that big box. Look around the clubhouse, cause like there's gonna be <laughs> boxes box. in here. <laughs> Oh, Who's got a big box? What are we for a big box? <laughs> Roll me just like a straight up luck check. Evens, there's a box there. Odds, there isn't. So is that what, 1d6? That's a d6. <laughs> Roll for big box. I got a two! <laughs> you got a two. 
recently, uh, Greta has taken a pretty big shipment of um, what look like buns, but it looks like she's just bought a bunch in bulk so that some can be frozen for the winter uh, and put in the back. And the box is, if Morph doesn't have their legs out too far, the box might fit them. If we get some paint and paint a refrigerator on the front of this box, we could hide Morph here. And then we could paint also the interior of a refrigerator on Morph's body so that if someone opens the box, they look inside. It's just a bunch of fruit and yogurt and other stuff that you put in the fridge. Yeah. Morph, do you have like a flashlight so that when the door opens, it like turns on? Do you have a flashlight? (gasps) Mm-hmm. Flashlight, flashlight, flashlight. Oh! And their eyes, almost like high beams on a car, immediately start just burning. And the light is painfully bright in this usually very dim, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, storeroom. Okay, good, good, morph, good. Can you can you make like a refrigerator sound like a like a like a hump? Great, great. No one will want to open that refrigerator. No, nope, perfect. that's perfect. We could put a fish inside morph too, and then it'll smell. A fish. I like a fish. <gasps> Would you like it's to eat one? Live and, fish. Oh no! Like for food. Uh, oh, do you want a live? We can get you a live fish. What's the inside of your chest look like? We can like, can we do refrigerator shelves? Can we do a fish tank? Mm. Can we do? We'll just paint the illusion of it. Yeah, also, I, that's what I was. Whatever it may be. Do you think putting a fish in the dark in the center of a robot's chest is a good idea? I sh- I bet. Yeah. So I don't. I can, okay. tell me list one thing that could possibly be bad about. What you just described. I don't know. I know they don't need to breathe, but I feel like what if it wants to see the sun? Morph has the sun in their head. At this point, their lights have kind of dimmed. They've they've dimmed their lights, uh, seeing your discomfort. I bet they could do... I bet they could grow plants in the tank, and then they could slosh around. That doesn't help us in any way, but I think it would be cool. It is cool. It is cool, objectively. Okay. (laughs) Okay. No, I think the what like the the fridge idea, like the camouf like we got camouflage is a good idea. Morph, do you need to like go for walks and stuff? Is it like do we need to like take you out like a dog, or do you, can you sit in one place for a really long time and it like doesn't bother you at all? Do you get bored? Yes, I don't like sitting still. Oh, so if the fridge idea is still good, because then, oh my god, the prank calls we could do with. Morph and a refrigerator painted like a refrigerator. It's your refrigerator running. Don't let me up the street. <laughs> Bro, okay. we got. We should prank. Um, we should prank <laughs> our bully. Dude's got a broken bully? arm, and he's gonna just be like, "Bro." Yes. Yes. Henry will look sidelong at Peyton at the mention of. Dalton and just say, I don't know if that's a good idea. It would be, it's like a fun joke, right? Is the, is your refrigerator running? 
classic. Mm. But it's a good joke, but maybe not with those guys. They're kind of jerks. Yeah, they, they don't deserve good jokes. You're right. Mm. Maybe my mom will like it. I don't think she would find it very funny. <laughs> she does take her food very seriously. Do you think she would also take a robot very seriously? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I think she I mean, would. I vote that we don't find out. Okay. 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 I don't think she'd like it if we put food and wasted the food, that's for sure. I think she might get mad at more for like wasting the fish and the other stuff we oh, put in there. The, well, true. We won't do we won't be doing food fish. We would maybe be getting a live fish. Oh. From not here. From yeah. the river or the creek. She might like that. Yeah. The fish in morph is not for your mom, but that's it's also not for anything, so I guess it could be for your mom. Okay, her birthday is coming up, so it's good okay, to keep in mind. let's write this down. We should, I think, Dij should continue leading, because as soon as I woke up, nothing happened. No, <laughs> no, we, okay, we, we reached some good points. We, I mean, camouflage needs to happen, but we're going to do, we're going to paint a box to look like a refrigerator, and we might put a fish in your chest more, and we'll revisit that. The pants but, come first, though. Pants. I forgot about pants. Birds, pants, birds. But that can be part of camouflage. Cause yeah, I'm just laughing thinking about if you, cause like his robot legs under a refrigerator is pretty funny, but imagine a, ro a refrigerator with pants on running down the street, like with slacks, pinstripe slacks under this refrigerator running down the street. That's funnier than robot legs. I don't know why. I think this is what we have to do today. If you do know that there is like a, there's the town swap meet that sometimes has clothes, but usually that's for like bigger items. And then there's also the kind of like thrift store where people kind of cycle out their clothes between the town um, when you can't make it all the way to Whitefish. So um, there's a chance that there may be pants uh, in either one of those locations. Pants chance. Pants there chance. is a pants chance, um, <clears throat> depending on which direction you want to go. Oh, actually, I do have to dig holes for my parents. So right. we should all go do the stuff that we got to do. And then we, maybe we meet back here to do the... Or maybe we should bid do the painting first. Just so that there's a semblance of a disguise. Yeah, we should make the refrigerator for now. And I guess, I don't know, HB, are you going to be here today? I can be. I was going to help my mom with the orders. Okay, then I guess... You will have to watch more for the most part while the rest of us are working. All right, Morph, you're gonna be my study buddy today. Study buddy, it's everyone leaving. Are you all going away? For a little bit. We have to yeah. work today. We'll be back. Yuck. I'm gonna be going and coming back a whole lot today because I have deliveries. So you'll see me sometimes. Okay, good. Uh, at this moment, <clears throat> there is a knock on your on your door. I gotta get, grab the cardboard cardboard box and try to like throw it over. <laughs> One second. Immediate okay. every blanket, every pillow, every sleeping bag. Just, just lean up again. Uh, and Greta's voice uh, kind of echoes through the the metal door. 
Kids, are you uh, are you awake? It's 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 no. getting pretty close no. to the time to start. We're not awake. We're sleeping soundly. Oh, are these some sleep talkers I'm hearing? <sighs> oh, darn. Well, I guess I'm just gonna have to eat all this French toast by myself. Mom, I'm awake. I'm awake. Sprinting. Mom, Mom. Sprinting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're awake now. <laughs> You, you fling open the door. Greta's there. She's smiling. She's got a plate uh, in one hand. And you can see behind her that the phone is off the hook. Um, French toast is ready for you all. I figured. She's kind of looking past you at the just like mound of blankets. Uh, not too closely. Just kind of seeing what you guys were up to. Um, Made a cool fort. I see that. You guys are changing things in here. Very interesting. Maybe I can have a tour later. For for unfortunately, it's under renovations, so we it's it's a whole coding thing. Yeah, it's um, not safe. Not zoning, civilians. approval. The boys at City Hall, you know, hard hat We're ready, you know, permits. I understand. Well, when the boys at City Hall are done signing off, I would love to see what you're doing in my storeroom. <laughs> you haven't touched anything valuable. Of oh, yours. I know. Yeah, we've only been in the part that's our our part. We we didn't we didn't touch anything important. I know. I I was mostly playing with you kids. I trust we took you. boxes. Nothing just, is in there. Just the empty ones to it's make empty. a fort. Yep. Okay, that's that's fine. So you guys if the know boxes are using... missing, then you know that it's because we were using them. Thank you. I just for kind your of elbow Chaeyoung. Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Just keep adding more layers of truth on top of the lie, and then it's fine. We're going to layers of truth. <laughs> I don't know what you kids are up to. I'm not trying to get into your business, but Deej, your mom uh, is calling to see if you've uh, you finished all your foraging. She says uh, she knows she told you she wouldn't be worried until tomorrow afternoon, uh, <clears throat> but she wanted to check in anyway. Okay, I'll call her. Well, if... If we're leaving, I'll just go see her. She's on but... the phone if you want to talk to her, hon. Oh, I should go. I'm going to go right now. <laughs> uh, the rest of you see that uh, one of your, your your usual table is already set out with uh, a few plates of uh, French toast. Uh, there's a little bit of bacon in the middle of the table, too. Um, and you can sit down to eat while Deej goes to check on the phone. Uh, you pick up the phone, your mom's on. Uh, she's kind of humming to herself uh, as she does something that sounds like maybe sharpening uh, one of the meat cleavers. Yeah. I, uh, for the sake of audio, I won't, but Deej is definitely the person that, like, went on the phone with their mom, shouts the name mom as loud as possible. <laughs> that just know that that happens. <laughs> <laughs> she's She's waiting for it. And you can hear her distant Khadija before she sorry. pulls the phone back. I'm sorry. Hi. Hi. Did you find everything I was looking for? Yes. Yes. We got everything. Great. And as she's saying, she turns to look at more. We got everything and more. Uh, what? More. Do you need it now? It's about fun. Do you uh, need yes. the one I have now or? Uh... I mean, I wouldn't say no to it, but also I know you're busy and um, getting some help uh, around the house would be great because, you know, tomorrow's the day we're going out on our big hunt. So 
it's your choice. You can go scavenge some more. You can come help me with sharpening of things. Um, okay, let me or make sure. Also, uh, Grandpa Zell's at school still, so if you want to go back to... Or he's not... A, he didn't stay there overnight, obviously. Um, but if you want to go help him try and figure out that damn freezer, you're more than welcome to. Okay. I'm going to make sure everyone gets out of here all right. Which is, I think, something that she's just heard her parents say. It's just children leaving a diner. But she's like, I'm going to make sure everyone gets home safe. And then I'm going to, uh, I'll probably check on Grandpa sometime. Great. But I'll be All right, soon. well, um, no need to use the BB gun, I'm presuming. Oh, no. And about that, mm-hmm. we haven't even used it. So there's, there's, if there's anything that is heard or witnessed mm-hmm. or that you even encounter it is false mm-hmm. and fiction and that's for you to mm-hmm. hold on to that sounded incredibly honest yeah, thank, thank you. you my child of course yeah just want to make sure you're up to date <clears throat> thank you for that very insightful no mm-hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. Well, um, I will want those by tonight. So if you can come by tonight, great. I would love to kiss my child on the head. Um, yes. You know, but do what you need to do, I guess. Um, yes, tonight. For sure, tonight. Great. Um, okay. Well, listen to your gut, listen to your heart, listen to your ancestors, listen to your brain. <laughs> you know all that. Yes, yes. <laughs> And it's it's not a comforting yes. It's a still thinking about that BB gun yes. Uh, <laughs> good. I love you so much. I will see you later. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye bye. You guys hang up. Hang up the phone. You go to have your your breakfast with your friends. Um, is there anything you guys want to resolve as a conversation right now, or shall we move on to things that are going on during the day? I hit the day. Great. Um, so you have your breakfast um, and you each have some kind of responsibility today. It's not going to be an all day kind of a thing. Adults understand you guys are still kids uh, and your help is important and necessary to keep the town running, but it's not uh, a constant thing. So uh, I guess we'll start with... Um, hold on. I can... I can make this dice related. Who? Whoop. Well, that die fell on the ground. Uh, Rada, you all uh, finish up your breakfast. You say your goodbyes. Um, and where are you working today around town? I think I'm going to the swap meet. Uh, I think I have a couple hours I have to sit at the stall and sell mm-hmm. my parents' refurbished appliances. Absolutely. Uh, you kind of take off across town. Uh, the swap meets in an old barn that's been repurposed. Uh, there's a new barn in town where all of like the livestock uh, that's currently alive and in use in town stay. But the old barn... Um, is still pretty close to the middle of town. 
uh, you make your way over there. The the sign that says swap meet in yellow uh, yellow paint on a purple background um, is a little faded. No one's really retouched it in a couple years. Um, and there are people kind of milling about outside. Outside there are large pieces of machinery, scrap metal, um, bicycles, old cars, just kind of an, an amalgam of things that didn't really either fit inside or didn't need to go inside. Um, and as you kind of peek your head inside, there are a few stalls of folks. Uh, there's one of some people with some clothes. The I think one of the families in town has a member who works in Whitefish. Um, so they they go to the, the thrift shops in Whitefish in the city about an hour and a half away um, and pick up just winter clothes for the town uh, for people to use. There are books, there are toys, there are kitchen appliances. Some folks bring in food. Uh, it's really just like, you know, a, an opportunity for people to take and borrow and use whatever's needed. Uh, your family's stall is kind of near the back. Um, they have some appliances. They have a few things out front as well um, that people know to go talk to uh, your family about. Um, but when you get there, your mom has kind of posted up. Her table is out front. She's got her legs crossed on it. She's got a book open on her lap. Um it hasn't, it, people haven't been at the swap meet for more than maybe 30 minutes at this point in the day. Uh, and she looks up as you come in. Hey, kid. Hey, um, I'm here for my shift or to relieve you. Thank you very much. I need to, uh, what does your dad ask me to do? Frick. Uh... Canned goods. Your dad wants me to pick up canned goods. That's right. Um, all right, you're good here. He'll be here in four or five hours, probably. Uh, sure. Or, all right. Uh, you know not to let anyone take anything without proper... No, proper combat. payment. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, good luck, kiddo. And she kind of, like, pats you on the head like she doesn't really know how to do a parenting thing um, and close her book and kind of slinks out. Yeah. I like wait and then yeah, Radder will just go and sit in the stall kind of like tidy up things a little bit and then yeah. just put out their like journal and just start drawing because it's going to be a, a boring next couple of hours because no one really comes by um, but they're just skadoodling drawing like maybe pictures of morph and stuff like that just trying to get a new try to see what they could be like reconfigured wise if they were able to like shift them into something else like how they could get away with making them sneaky um building the schematics and stuff for it amazing uh so you're pretty deep in your in your schematics when uh, a shadow kind of falls across your table. It's not very bright in here. It's just those big, like, lantern-like barn lights. Um, but someone is standing directly in the, the light. And you look up. Uh, it's been probably three hours since anyone talked to you. Uh, but you see uh, a young woman 
with kind of dirty blonde hair pulled back in a braid. Um, she's probably in her early 20s, gray eyes. Um, and she's uh, kind of just looking at the, um, the appliances that your family has set out. Um, and you recognize her uh, from around town. This is Adelaide Drake. Um, the Drake family in this town are kind of, they're the town, um, I don't want to say charity case cause that sounds bad, but everyone works together to support the Drakes a little bit extra. Um, because 10 years ago, their 12 year old was, uh, uh, ostensibly abducted, but went missing. Uh, and this is, this is his older sister, Adelaide. Uh, you guys have seen Ashton Drake's missing poster on different parts of your town for as long as you can remember. Peyton is probably the only one who even vaguely remembers when he met missing. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is, this is his sister. They, after, after Ashton went missing, the family kind of, you know, as a family is wont to do kind of found their own ways of coping, none of them particularly healthy. Uh, Adelaide, who was a couple years older than Ashton, kind of had to raise herself. Um, and they all kind of have this almost like haunted, empty look as they wander around town. Uh, so Adelaide's half focusing on the objects that you have. Uh, her, hair's, her hair's a little bit messy. She's clearly been working since before the sun was up. <clears throat> Hey, how, how, can, how can I help you today? Do you, are you looking for something in particular? Um, yeah, yes. Um, sorry, I've been up for a while. Do you, do you have any toast toasters? I think is what we need. Yeah, I, I think I have a, a couple toasters in the back. Uh, w one second, uh, and I'm gonna go like rummage through the back and try to find that one toaster that I know my dad fixed. Um, yeah, you have one. You have one that's completely fixed and works pretty well now. Uh, you have another kind of defunct one where the the little plunger doesn't work, but all the like heating coils in it still function. Um, so you can bring up both of those. Yeah, I'll bring both of them up. And it's like, um, well, I think my dad, like, um, okay, so we have this kind of one that doesn't work, but if you stick, like, a stick in it, it'll hold it in place. And that's, mm -hmm. like, I don't know what money is here. Like, uh, you guys, uh, at the swap meet in particular, money is rarely changed. Money, money, currency rarely changes hands. Sometimes it does if people don't have anything really to offer. Well, it's but more barter trade. Usually, yeah, it's more of, like, a barter trade kind of a system at the swap yeah. meet, at least. Well, okay. Well, okay. So like this one is like not the greatest one. And then this is like the one my dad actually fixed. So depending on what you have, we can trade for either one of them. Right. Um, she's looking down at the one that's a little busted. Do the, uh, do the heating coils still work in that one? Yeah. Perfectly fine. You just got to put like a little stick in the plunger thing so that it can go. But you also have to like watch it because if you don't watch it, then the heating coils just keep going. So you got to know right. when to pull the stick out. Yeah. But that's it. Small mechanical uh, flaw. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. Let's probably give my dad a project. Uh, I'll, t- I'll take the busted one. Dad's always looking for something to do, I guess. Um, sure, 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 sure. I've got... Uh, let's see. And she kind of pulls a bag over her shoulder and she pulls out um, a couple of cans of, like, tuna and, like, one of salmon. She's got um, some chamomile that looks like it's been in her bag for a little bit a little bit dried but not but a little bit wilted but not entirely dried um she's got an extra notebook she's got um is there anything that you would be looking for specifically Rada? <laughs> does she have pants <laughs> um <laughs> like she does not have pants damn uh, she, she's got like, like a, a tarp that looks like it's seen better days. Um, but that's just, ki- that's like kind of wrapped around her pack as almost like a, a drying mechanism, like to keep it dry if it starts raining kind of thing. Cause you, and you know that she works out, uh, in the barns usually, uh, mucking stalls, feeding horses, uh, making sure that chicken eggs are gathered, all that good stuff. So two cans of food, a uh, fish, a journal, um, some dry dan- chamomile. Mm-hmm. Was that it? Uh, that's that's all you can. That's all she kind of brings out right now. I'm sure you can ask her for something else and see if she has it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my mom will definitely take the two cans. That I think that'll be part can part about it. Um, is the how. Uh, is the journal filled with anything? Uh, let me look. And she kind of pulls it open, and there are a few pages that are pages that are scribbled on. Um, make me a comprehend or investigate. Ooh, I'll make an investigate. That's my big pool. Wow. No successes. No successes. Wait, wait, I can... um... You can use a luck or you can push in either direction. Uh, Pushing, you'll likely get a... Yeah. They they re-roll anything that isn't a six. Luck, you can do without the threat of a condition. Uh, Pushing will probably give you a condition if you fail. I'm going to expend one of my luck since I have two. I'll save the other one for a special day. Um... So that I can see what is in this book. Yeah, go ahead and roll again. Oh, all your dice that weren't sixes. Ooh, two successes. Two successes. Okay. Um, you can see that only like four or five of the pages are really written on and there's a, there's a couple little drawings um you can see that it is her brother's uh her brother's old notebook and she's flipping through the pages and her shoulders kind of tense up um and she says uh yeah yeah it's 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 mostly empty there's just these um Sure. These old notes. Can I? I can. I can take them out, and you can. You oh can no, have... no 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 no! You can 
that's fine. I just wanted to make sure how empty the book was, because um, my mom's not gonna want a f like a full page, you know. Um, right. Yeah. Of course. Um, 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 they're they're just like school notes from my uh, from my brother. Weird. Um, I can I can take them out. They're no, no. It's 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 fine. Um, you know what? I think all of this here is probably enough. So yeah, we'll just take this. I like start like wrapping the cord around the toaster, mm -hmm. like, and try to hand it out to them. Yeah, she she takes it, uh, tucks it under her arm. Uh, thanks, Rada. Of course. Um, if you if you read any of those notes and you, um, I don't know. Don't tell my parents that his notes are in there, if you can. Okay. I'm... They'll, sure. uh... They don't want... They want to keep all this stuff, and it's just... It's cluttering the house, and it's getting to the point that it's not safe, and I... I could... I take little things where I can, but... You, you get it, right? And she's, she's talking to you like you're an adult, and... Like, she's kind of confiding in you almost in a way that not a lot of adults really do with you. I th I think so, maybe? I mean, my parents like to hoard things all the time and stuff. They have, like, things everywhere, you know? But <laughs> yeah. they kind of remake it into new stuff, so I, I guess I get it. Great. Uh, thanks, kiddo. And she flips you, like, a quarter, too. Uh, as like a tip almost um, and she kind of smiles tiredly and waves uh, makes her way out of the swap meet um, yeah your 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 time continues is there anything you want to do yeah I want to I want to flip time? through those pages of whatever those notes were um, yeah during absolutely. the remaining of my time and see what what's in there what he what he wrote if it, if it's just school notes or if there's something interesting um as you flip through these five pages of the life of Ashton Drake um he he was kind of a weirdo too kind of like you he uh, he liked drawing their little like doodles of different kinds of monsters. There's like a Sasquatch in one corner and like a lake monster in another. He was like definitely into like weird shit like cryptids. Um, there's also a little like Spider-Man drawn in the corner and like some little spider webs. Um, most of the notes are like like half written school notes like you can see that he's like the war of 1812 happened in 1812 for some reason I don't and like it's it's like that classic kid like I don't really want to be taking notes on this but I guess I have to uh, not too careful notes um, interspersed are some kind of little gen uh, journal entries um about like let me see what I need to look at the dates uh December 7th 1976 um and it says it's something along the lines of like mom and dad were out late at work tonight Adelaide made grilled cheese and we watched 
um, wait, er, wait until dark. It scared me, so I slept on her floor. Um, the idea of, of people breaking into my house is scarier than anything I can imagine. Like, it's, it's pretty, like, it's, it's little kid stuff. Uh, there's another entry from December 10th. Um, and it's, it's like, I think there was something outside my window last night. Maybe Bigfoot's coming to take me away, uh, to join his family. I haven't seen mom and dad in a couple days again. This sucks. Um, and then the last one is from December 12th, 1976. Uh, and it just says, saw mom and dad today. I miss how it used to be. And that's it. And that's the last thing that's in the journal. In the journal. Hmm. Well, we have known when he disappeared. Uh, yeah, it was on. It was on most of the posters. Some of them are pretty, pretty faded by now. Um, I'm gonna say you're 13 or 14. Remind me. Uh, I'm 13. You're 13. Okay. I'm gonna say roll me a. I'm going to say a contact check to see if either someone told you about it or if you remember seeing one of those posters before they got super faded. No successes. No successes. You can't remember. You know it was sometime in the mid-70s. You were really little uh, and you've only kind of like tangentially heard people talk about it. Uh, something that happened in town, but you can't remember exactly when it was because maybe no one told you exactly when it was. Yeah. There are still posters around town. You're welcome to go and see if you can like find any of those. But as of this moment, you don't know. Okay. Um, if that's the case, then like Rada is just gonna um, take like keep that in mind and maybe share it with everybody once we all reconvene that I got this book, but mm-hmm. um, I'm just adding it now to my journal collection and Great. trying to wrap out my, my shift here, um, going back to, to morph it, morphs disguised designs and like trying to have like different options to see which one we are, which one like fits the best for Morph's aesthetic. Um, I want one that's an evening gown where Morph is in like this like hot pink like designer, like, like off the shoulder, one big spike on the other, glimmering. Yes. Done. <laughs> you continue your drawings, some of them a little more outlandish than others. Um, only one other person comes by, they're looking for mixer inserts uh which you find pretty easily and you get um a a couple d-cell batteries um a water like pure like a uh, charcoal that's that's what it is some charcoal (laughs) to like purify water um and uh what's the what's it called oh my brain is shorting out oh a cassette tape of um the the Beatles like the first Beatles album nice it's a good um, <laughs> <laughs> Metro <laughs> um so your your shift closes out pretty calmly uh, unless there's anything else you want to do no great then we're gonna jump over to 
Peyton. Peyton, you finish up your uh, your meal. Your friends all scatter to their jobs. You stay behind at Greta's Grub. Um, and after probably 15, 20 minutes, are you back in the hideout or are you hanging out in the, the dining room area? Well, once everyone leaves, like after all my friends are gone, I would like to head across the street. Great. You head across the street. Uh, what are who, who or what are you looking for? I am looking specifically for Axel. <laughs> you uh, you check first at the at the general store. You know that sometimes they help stock there. Uh, they're not there right now, um, but the owner of the general store. Um, I think I said it was Peter's grandfather, uh, or maybe it was Brian's. One of them, one of the one of the numbskulls uh, grandfathers, tell you that Axel is working over at the greenhouse right now. Beautiful. I will head straight there. Great. Uh, you head over to the greenhouse. Uh, greenhouse is a is a loose term. It's a couple of sheds that have been extended and like the, the the ceiling panels on all of them have been replaced with clear plexiglass. Some of the side panels have been replaced, others are still wood. Um, there's a um, robot sort of a con- construct pushing a, a till through one of the fields um, so that the, the, the ground is tilled before it freezes. Uh, so that when spring comes, things will be a little bit easier to plant. Um, and a little further off, you can see another robot uh, doing doing the same in a further field. Uh, but it's it one of its arms is kind of hanging off weird. Uh, so the, the the till isn't getting as deep as it needs to. Um, there's a, a four-wheeler outside that is, that has maglev, so it uh, it's it's kind of hovering a little bit, like someone just got off of it, uh, and a little trailer behind that has garden supplies. And in the greenhouse, usually meant for vegetables, you see uh, two silhouettes. One of them is uh, Paloma King, who runs the greenhouse. And the other is um, Axel. Red hair in a mullet, uh, pinched face, uh, very much like the classic white kid in a small town, um, backwoods vibe. Uh, Their mullet is kind of like falling across their, like the, the front part of their mullet is falling across their eyes a little bit. Uh, and you see the symbols that they use in drumline are propped in the corner. Will they see me approach? Um, there is a uh, there's a portion of the of the side of the greenhouse that is wood that you can probably creep up on the side of but as soon as the as soon as you get to the plexiglass side it's going to be pretty visible you're you're going to be pretty visible i think i want to do my best to like shield my actual face behind Mm -hmm. that piece of wood and then i just want to say hey axel come over here for a sec 
Roll me a... You can choose contact or charm. They're both the same, so... <laughs> Great. That is, that's, uh, that's, that's no successes. Uh, you say, hey, Axel, come over here for a second. It's loud enough for Axel to hear. You're not sure if they recognize your voice, uh, but they kind of like half look over their shoulder and go, hold on a second. I'm freaking busy. Um, and you see that they've got kind of like a satchel over their, over their side and they're picking what looks like maybe cucumbers or zucchini. Um, and, uh, Paloma is right next to them. So it's, it's a little bit of, oh, my boss is here. The person in charge of me is here. I don't want to like skip out on my job kind of vibe. Cool. 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 I weigh that for a minute mm -hmm. and then I just would like to just walk up to Axel. Great. I would like to take the two rotten snake eggs that I have in my pocket and I would just like to break them on either side of his face. Their face, sorry. Incredible. Um, their back is to the door as they're uh, continuing. They've got this kind of simpering quality to them where like adults think they're very like put together and kind and all of this stuff but like they're very they're very much a teacher's pet kind of a kid um so paloma's kind of doting on them as you walk in um i'm gonna say you can roll you can roll force or sneak whether you're trying to if you're trying to come up upon them Stealthily roll me sneak. If you're just bull charging in, roll force. Um, I am gonna do sneak. Great. That is eight dice. So, Come on. Yeah. Uh, that is one success. Can I push for absolutely? More? Yeah, you can. You're more than welcome to push. Okay, so that is four successes. I'm gonna hand this narration over to you, Carrie. You blew this out of the water. This wasn't a hard one, but you you can you can do pretty much whatever you want to Axel within the realm of pot, like child possibility. Uh, so you sneak in expertly. Uh, the door closes behind you with Naria Creek. And you know that you can you can fucking get them. Awesome. So I know, you know, the adult is in here also. So I know I have to do this quickly, and I know I have to get out mm. as fast as I can. So I just come in. I have both of the rotten snake eggs in my hand. I just walk up right behind him, or right behind them, slam the snake eggs on either side, and as they're cracking, I say just quiet enough for them to hear me. I don't really want the adult to hear me too well, but I just say, fuck with Rada again, and I use something solid next time. And then I dart out of the door. In freaking incredible. You smash the eggs on the side of their head. Some sulfurous, horrific smell immediately engulfs most of their face. And as they're screaming and retching, and 
trying to wiggle around and see who the hell did that to them. Uh, you turn and run. They hear your threat. And as they turn and swivel, a little bit of snake egg gets in their eye and they start screaming. Uh, and Paloma barely pays attention to you. She glances up long enough to see that it's another kid and then immediately is on Axel trying to like wipe their eyes and take care of them um, as you make it out with no consequences seemingly. Uh, where where would you like to go after this? <laughs> yeah, and then I would like to go actually do my work for the day. Um, right. The only note is on the walk back, I am looking for small, like, palm-sized rocks for something solid, just in case. Uh, yeah. Um, you find a few very easily. There's, there's a bunch of, like, potholes in town and rock, uh, or what is it called? Dirt roads. Uh, so they're, they're super easy to find. They're those little, like, kind of shiny ones that are a little bit crumbly. Uh, but you stick them in your pocket. And as you get back to Greta's Grub, you see inside having a meal at a table one of the very few people sitting down to have a meal at a table are the two guards that Khadija uh, led away last night um, having it looks like some kind of egg sandwich on a bun um, and as you walk in they're, they're kind of going over the events of last night about Khadija and these damn kids, what are they doing? Don't they know there's there's things out in the woods? Don't they know that they're in danger? Coming around here messing with us. And they're, they're just kind of bitching back and forth about the children of the town being uh, rambunctious little fools. Um, but you do get the sense that they're, they're aware that something is out in the woods and that there is a purpose for them being in town. Uh, and one of them sees you uh, and kind of nods. Uh, he's a younger man, probably early 20s, um, almost nondescript. Um, just like average height, average build, dark skin, short hair. Nothing really to set him apart from anyone else. Uh, and he gives you a nod. He goes, y'all be good. Sure. Not and knowing that like you're connected with you, just kind of like knowing you're a teen in town. Yeah. Yeah, just slam my skateboard down on the floor and go to look for orders. <laughs> you skateboard through the dining room. He shakes yep. his head. Uh, and Greta's got a couple orders for you. Um... She hands you one paper bag that she's written the name um, uh, Gearheart on. So Lucinda Gearheart, the mayor. Um, and then there's another one um, that says Concord. Um, so there's one order going to the mayor and one order going to the Concord house. Uh, Greta says, okay, so the mayor is over at the... Uh, the movie theater. Um, there were a couple holes in the roof, so she's helping with that. So take her this first because okay. it's going to be harder to get her 
uh, down off the roof otherwise. Um, and uh, Mr. Concord, uh, you notice that none of the adults in town call Dalton's father by his first name, Jerry. Uh, he is just Mr. Concord to everyone. Um, and she says, Mr. Concord is, um, oh, I had it in my notes and then I moved my notes. Hold on. Mr. Concord is at the, um, at the jail cell right now. Um, one of the, one of the Mansfields, one of the Mansfields had a wild night. So, um, he's over there right now. Awesome. Uh, is that it? And I'm just scooping uh, him up. That's all for right now. Thank you so much, kiddo. Yeah. Uh, are you good? Are you hungry? Do you need any snacks before you go? Any water? Uh, yeah, I'll take a snack. Uh, okay, great. Um, she comes back with like a, like a pop tart in a, in this little silver foil package. Uh, and she kind of sticks it into the, um, the outside. Oh my God. The word, all words have left me apparently. <laughs> Like the little pouch on the, the backpack. The water compartment on your backpack. Yeah. There it is. Um, and she kind of pats you on the head and sends you on your way. Uh, where do you want to go first? Uh, I will do as I'm told for once, and I will go to the movie theater. Uh, the movie theater is a short skate away. Uh, up on the roof, you see Mayor Lucinda Gearhart. She is a um, stout a black woman with an asymmetrical haircut. Um, she's pretty like loud and happy to be working on stuff with the rest of the town. Uh, she's kind of throwing jokes back and forth with the head of carpenter, uh, the head of carpentry in town, Ezra, Ezra, Ezra King. Um, and they're kind of passing a, a hammer back and forth and like want to hold and like a board at the top and want to hold the board at the bottom and they'll pass the, the hammer back and forth as they nail it into place. Um, and she looks down and says, Oh, little Peyton. Hello. Good morning. <laughs> Just hold up the bag delivery. <gasps> oh, you beautiful child. Thank you so much. And she, she turns to Ezra and goes, Ezra, I'm so sorry. I have not eaten all day and I just, I need about five minutes and then I'll be back. And Ezrin kind of laughs and goes, please, please feed yourself, Mayor. There is nothing that can't wait for a little bit longer, especially for you. Um, she's well-liked around town. Um, almost too well-liked in a weird way. Um, but not in a, not, a, not, not in a terribly sinister way, just in a like, she can't be this nice kind of way. Um, she easily kind of climbs down the fire escape off the roof, jumps down next to you and goes, oh, thank you. I have been dying for one of Greta's club sandwiches all day. I have been up since 4 a.m. I've had three cups of coffee. Kiddo, never start drinking coffee. It will be the only thing that gets you out of bed in the morning, and that is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of pulled out the bag, uh, but then when she reaches for it, I just kind of start do the thing where I'm just moving it out of her grasp as she's oh. reaching. You, you stinker. And you, you move it around. It, it takes her a minute. She's fast, but she's like, 
a little bit like out of sync with time almost from all the coffee. Eventually she grabs it. She goes, do you go to school with my Colin? You go to school with my Colin. Of course you do, Peyton. Yeah. And I'm like thinking. (sighs) You know, Colin, he's like the most like head down, don't pay attention to me, wants nothing to do with anyone in town, wants to just be left alone. They're they're on like the 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 two person tennis team. Like it's they're not crazy about the attention. Um but she goes, well, you know, he is working around the edges of the forest, kind of taking down limbs. So if you see him, you tell him that I said to go get some lunch right now, okay? Okay. Yeah, All right? I You're this. older than him. You have authority. That's... I wish that was true sometimes, you know? They're doing a great job. They're doing such hard work, but bless them, they forget to eat. And, and she's, like, actively shoving, like, french fries in the side of her mouth as she continues to speak to you. All right, well, I have some more deliveries to do, so enjoy your oh, roof. be safe, sweetheart. Be safe. All right, bye-bye. And she's, like, getting louder. You're not going anywhere yet. <laughs> and she's, like, as you skate away, she shoves, like, a full bite in her mouth and goes, Ezra, have you eaten today? And then you kind of get out of your shot before she, uh, she, can, uh, she can get the answer. You head, where do you head next? Are you looking for Colin or are you going for Mr. Concord? Uh, which one is closer? And I will also add, is the swap meet close to this area as well? Um, so this, the, da, 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 the, the movie theater is kind of at the edge of town. So you're probably closest to the forest right now. The swamp meet's kind of in the middle of town, and the jail is on the other end of town. The single the single jail cell is on the other end of town. Okay, I think my plan is to start heading to at least finish this delivery. I want to stop at the swap meet first, finish okay. the delivery for uh, Concord, and then head to the woods. Great. Um, you start going uh, north on the main road uh, and quickly find the swap meet. Um, what are you looking for? I'm looking for Rada. Uh, Rada is easy enough to find at their family stall. Cool. Just um, I just, I think you're just drawing and then you just see a package of Pop-Tarts like set down on the tablet. Oh, Draw you a snack. Like, oh, oh, thank you. I like, I also kind of like open it gingerly and then I'll, I'll go and reach for Rugsby at the same time while that's going on because Rugsby loves Pop-Tarts. <laughs> and I'll put him on the stall stand <laughs> start handing him Pop-Tarts as you're talking. <laughs> Little Pop-Tart crumbs going everywhere. Yeah. Um, I also like take out um, my, like, I have like a pocket of rocks and I take one of them that just looks a little smoother and like shinier than the others. And I'd be like, and I found this and I, I thought it was cool. And I just set it on the tablet too. And you see me shove the other rocks back into my pocket. Um, yeah, Rada is like, like trying not to smile, but like we'll go and like grab the rock and start like, yeah, this is a really nice rock. Where did you find this? Yeah, I found it on the way back uh, to the, diner when I was 
looking for something solid. Do you know that, like, the erosion on this rock is caused from just constant, like, freezing and unfreezing of the, of the, uh, of ice and stuff, and it rubs up against it, and it makes it smooth? I did not know that, but I figured you would. Thanks. <laughs> I'm yeah. just so fascinated by this rock. Um, how's well, deliveries going? It's fine, and I hold up the other bag that I have. I should probably go. I just wanted to stop by and say hi. Well, um, hi. I'll, like, um, before, I, before they go, um, I think Rada will, like, quickly go through one of their pages and then show them, um, one of their designs of, like, morph. But as they're, like, flipping through the pages, there's, like, a bunch of, like, scribbles of everybody, like, HB, uh, Khadija, and stuff like that, and also Peyton with, with Rada. Um, but then we'll show them, like, look, I'm doing stuff of, of making morph designs. You should oh, pick yeah. them. yeah, just, yeah, pull it closer, and, like, looking through these designs, I'm like, they're, they're all so good. I think we should let morph pick, though, maybe? Yeah, but I, it, yeah. yeah, just, but let me know if you like any one of them. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, we should find pants. Yeah, I was hoping somebody would trade me something for pants today, but no no luck. Um, but I might walk around the stalls really quick before I meet up with everybody later, so maybe I'll find pants. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, I, this is probably cold. I should get it to, to uh, and I look, Concord. Mm. Good luck with that. Thanks. I'll, I'll see, see you later. later. Yeah. Um, Enjoy your pop parts. <laughs> Thanks. And I like give uh, give uh, Rugsby a little scritch and then head out. <laughs> you guys have your cute little exchange of friendship, um, and you head up the high street back uh, towards where the jail is. Uh, the jail, as I've stated, is a single cell in. Um, the most historic the most historic building in town uh it's it is historic is their way of saying it's old as balls and crumbling around them uh there are a few other like offices around um but you can see uh mr concord is there as well as morris ellis the head of the cops um of town and they're kind of uh, as you enter the door, they're gathered around the jail cell where a screaming Erica Mansfield, the owner of the swap meet, who has been ostensibly absent this morning uh, from the swap meet, is yelling at the top of her voice. And she's saying, I swear I saw it, Concord. You think I'd be in here? You think I would let myself be in here if I were lying? I would just say no. I was lying so I could go the fuck home. And uh, Mr. Concord kind of chuckles and sits back in his chair. And like his son, he is massive and intimidating. He is intimidating in a way that Dalton doesn't know how to be yet. But you can tell he is learning at the knee of a master. Uh, and his his sunglasses are pulled low on his nose and he's looking over them at Erica Mansfield. Uh, they're like a, a middle-aged kind of mousy woman with a big fucking voice. 
Um, she's 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 one of those people that you see her in size and you're like, okay, you're 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 nothing very like intimidating. But once she opens her mouth, it is the opposite. Um, and she's still just railing against Concord, like, why are you keeping me in here? I've told you everything I know. I'm not drunk anymore. Let me go work. The entire point of this week is that we're getting the town ready. And Concord is laughing to himself like, I'll let you go when you tell me everything you know. Um, And they hear the door kind of thud shut slowly and turn around. Uh, And Morris, who's an old forest ranger, uh, looks extremely uncomfortable. Uh, but he says, oh, uh, hey there, uh, Peyton. How's it going, kiddo? What's up? And I, I'm, I'm just kind of like kicking myself for letting the door close because I wanted to hear more of the conversation. So I'm just standing awkwardly. Uh, Mr. Concord ignores your what's up and instead folk zeroes in on the bag in your hand. Is that for me? Yeah, yes, yeah. Great. Come on, hand it over. Just walk over takes and it. slap it down on the desk, yeah. Uh, he takes, or you, you slap it on the desk and he kind of looks at you for not handing it into his outstretched hand. And, uh, and you look up at, uh, at Erica and she's just daggers glaring at, uh, Mr. Concord before turning to you and saying, Peyton, uh, is the swap meet open today? With, like, controlled yes. calm. Yeah, I, I just came from there. Great. My wife was able to get the keys. That's fantastic. Well, if you see Molly, let her know that I'm talking to Mr. Concord and that I'll be home as soon as I can be. Um, Molly was also not at the swap meet, you remember. Uh, she's usually somewhere near the front, and Molly has not been there. Uh, yeah, I'll think for a moment. Uh, well, she wasn't there when I, when I, I just came from there, and Molly wasn't there, so. Interesting. Thank you, kiddo. I'll talk to you later, I guess. And she, it it is an obvious effort to keep her temper in check when talking to you. Um, And Mr. Concord turns and goes, all right, that's enough. Get out of here. You don't need to be here anymore. We're in the middle of something. I thought these holds were supposed to be for 24 hours. Hadn't been 24 hours, has it? I don't know. Has it? How's this any of your business, young lady? Uh, you know, I mean, we're, we are all members of society, right? Absolutely. We all have a duty to protect each other and keep each other safe. And that's why I'm here, to keep you safe. And we're very thankful for that. I know you are. Go on. And he is actively watching you to see you get out the door. I test my luck a little bit, but then eventually just turn and drag my feet out the door. 
He does not blink. He stares at you the entire time as you get out the door. Um, and as uh, as you take a last look over your shoulder, he's got his heels propped up on Morris's desk, which is impeccably d- d- uh, organized. Um, and is digging into this sloppy Joe that uh, Greta sent his way. It looks a little sloppier than most of her sloppy Joes are. May or may not have been intentional. As soon as the door um, closes, I'm just saying, asshole. <laughs> uh, Mr. Concord continues his uh, conversation with Erica, though you can't hear it anymore, and you eventually get back on your board uh, and head down toward the south of town, I'm assuming? Yeah. All right. You make it uh, down to the south of town, um, it's pretty easy to see where they've been working. Limbs have been lopped. Uh, things are, um, like brushes being cleared. Uh, dead trees are being felled. And there's like the sound of a chainsaw somewhere kind of further off. Um, but eventually you do see Colin. He's loading, um, logs into a trailer to be, uh, stored for uh, firewood and he has his little uh, Walkman headphones on um, and seems to be just kind of zoned out I think as I come up I'm like Colin call and then I have to actually go up to Colin I pull one like headphone off and I say Colin what jeez hi what's up we're working. What's up with you? Why are you talking to me? Cool. Um, your mother instructed me to tell you to eat lunch. Oh, That's great. literally why I'm here. So I would like for you to do that, please. Really? She sent you? Listen, I'm as happy about it as you are. Look, I don't like have a problem with you or whatever. I just couldn't I mean, same. I think this is the first time we've ever time. talked to each other. Yeah. Um... Thanks, I guess, for being my mom's message runner or whatever. Uh, roll me a. What am I want you? Whatever you want me to roll, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm good at punching things. Checked. Great. That's actually not too bad. That is one success. Great. Uh, you can see that he is looking over his shoulder. Uh, they're like, they're, they don't like having their back to the woods, it seems like. And they're kind of always circling so at least they can look out of the periphery. Hey, you ever see anything? And I just nod to the woods. What? No. No, I mean, well... Uh, it's stupid. I thought I saw a monster like a week ago. Whatever. Make fun Why? of me all you want. I don't really care. No, I'm not going to make fun of you. What, what kind of monster? He, he's kind of like taken aback by the fact that you're not going to make fun of him. Um, even being the mayor's kid doesn't keep him that safe. Uh, and they say, 
uh, I don't know, it was big and it had some red light, looked like, like glowing red eyes or something. It was like a, it was like a week ago and like, and then Dalton got his arm fucking, oh, my, my mom says not supposed to say that. And then Dalton got his arm freaking snapped by a something, I don't know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, no, there's no monsters in here. It's not real. Monsters aren't real. Whatever. I mean, I don't think you should let people tell you you didn't see what you saw. First of all, uh, if you saw something, you saw something, right? That doesn't... It's kind of problematic. But, um... Probably nothing to be afraid of. Cool. Thanks. Anything with yeah, red fuck eyes, you, dude. I'm I trying to be nice. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't... Whatever. Are you done? Are we done here? Yeah, Can I'm I done. Keep... We're done. Yeah. Great. Um, Have fun with your lunch. Thanks. And he uh, heads off towards the home kitchen. Um, is there anything else that you would like to do around town, Peyton? I don't think so. I think just check in, see if there are any more deliveries, and then just kind of wait for my friends to return. Yeah, uh, you have a couple more deliveries. None of them are very strenuous or anything like that. Um, we're going to continue with... Henry. Henry, your friends have their breakfast. You guys all kind of have a nice little time together. Um, and then everyone's kind of scattering off on jobs. Um, you know that there are a few people around town who will need help with, like, construction stuff or uh, lumbering like Colin is doing, uh, but you're also free to stay and work with your mom at the uh, shop. Yeah, I think Henry uh, will kind of turn to talk to Peyton and see that she's already on, on her first skateboarding exit. Um, be like, all right, all right. Good, good luck, Peyton. He says, like to the completely closed door, and then quickly eyes the French toast that she left behind, and like slides the plate over and eats some of the leftovers, clearing the table in a way that his mom had not intended. Um, and then I think he would spend the first part of the day working in the kitchen with his mom. Um, you know, in the, the the sweaty heat of the the burger production line, or however he can kind of be hands on with the food. Um, and when he does so, he gets in like this Zen mode where he almost seems, um, I feel like in other aspects of his life, he seems a little not competent, um, but on the grill line, he just looks maybe like a little bit older than he is. Yeah. A confidence kind of takes over Henry, uh, as he flips burgers, drops fries into the deep fryer, um, Bushes up some plants for uh, plant burgers. Uh, he is in the zone. And before you know it, probably half an hour, an hour has passed. Uh, and the door swings open. And it's the two people who were watching Khadijah. Uh, and you see your mom uh, goes out, seats them, um, and lets you know, you know, their order. They both want um, like breakfast sandwiches, uh, some fried potatoes, 
um, one of them wants grits, which you've only made a handful of times. Um, but you do, uh, you, you make some pretty solid grits for having only made them a few times. Um, and your mom is kind of elbow deep in, um, in soapy water washing uh, a big pan out when the food's done. She goes, oh, honey, can you just take this over to those, those guys in there? They're the only ones, uh, they're the only ones that are, that are in here. So you won't have to worry about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sure thing, mom. He'll take off the the white apron he had on and um, the uh, spatula he was using to flip the burgers. He carefully like wipes it off on the apron, almost like with the reverence of someone sheathing a sword and then he'll drop it in his backpack that's leaning up against the counter um, and he'll bring the, the order out to them. Um, kind of with like the, I don't know, the, the, the poise of a regular server with like the tray on the arm. But like, I don't know, he's just this muscular, like awkward looking kid. So he's kind of like linebackering it over just like, uh, food, food for you, he says uh, to the, the folks. Uh, the two dudes kind of look up from their conversation, and as you walked up, they were kind of discussing something about a signal. Um, and it, it, it sounds like one of them was going, God, the radar cut out. It's in the area, but that's not helpful when... And then you come up, and they see you, and they go, Oh, great. Food. Thank you so much, kid. Um, and you set the food down. Um the grits are one of the first things eaten and they go oh man great job on these grits kid these are out of this world uh you got any more coffee back there oh yeah we always uh have a have a pot, pot on um uh, uh, did you who are you oh uh my name's uh, Castillo, the, the guy with the dark skin and short hair, points to himself and he points across the table and he goes, uh, that's Everett. Uh, we, we, we work at the shed, um, but we thought we'd, we'd come down into town and give you fine folks a hand. Um, hand? You're eating our food. That's not helping. I mean, I guess it is helping because you paid my mom. Yeah. Never mind. We'll, Economics. I mean, we're we're going to be around town, too. We've, we've heard there's some... And he kind of gets this, like, smirk on his face. He goes, we've heard there are some monsters in your woods. <laughs> oh, no. No, the box no? is empty and there's nothing in the woods. What box? Nothing. And he kind of leans forward and puts his elbows on the table. Kiddo, we're here to help, you know? We're... This is our job, to find things that are a little scary, but um, take care of them for you. What if, what's in the box? Oh, I could take care of the box myself. You don't, you don't have to do anything alone. I mean, the whole point of your town is, is a uh, community living. And they kind of give each other like a, a look that maybe Henry can't entirely parse, but it's not a kind one, if you had to guess. Henry does the classic, like, brow furrow where he's trying to think of something, like, really hard, and he turns around from them, doesn't move away, just turns around and says, what would Jay Young do? Oh. He turns back around. 
I need to go program this. I'm sorry, what? You're programming go. a box? Yep. Why don't you show gotta us go, this Gotta box? go do that. Nope. Nope. It's not ready yet. With huh. the beta. I need you to roll a charm check for me, please. Okay. <laughs> uh, they are a little bit wary of this weird big kid who is... <laughs> After, especially after their encounter with Khadija. Uh, one success. One success. They kind of look at each other again and chuckle. <laughs> All right, kid. You program your box. Uh, and when you're feeling up to it, you let us know. Let us see your programmed box. All right. I'll get that coffee. He walks away and he's just sweating profusely now, like little beads of sweat. And like his mullet is like flat against his neck and he's just like, oh, okay, I think I, that's good. Yep, mom, coffee? Uh, she looks up, she's kind of drying uh, a pan, the pan now. Uh, there should be some, the decaf's out right now, but the, the regular is right there. Y you know where it is, honey, Go go on. I just wanted you to t say something to me, Mom. I got a little nervous out there. Oh, sweetheart. There's nothing to be nervous about. Right. What's got you all what's got you all in a tizzy, huh? Um, uh, just, you know, some stuff with my friends and I don't wanna mess it up. I wanna be a team player. Oh, you're the best team player there is, sweet pea. What's is everything okay? Is everyone safe? Is there something going on you need to tell me about? Um can I only answer one of your questions, Mom? She's, like, in the midst of, like, a parent trying to understand how to support their kid. And it looks like she's going to say no, answer all my questions. And then it looks like she's going to say yes, that's fine. And it waffles between the two for a while. And she finally says... As long as no one's hurt, and that's what makes you most comfortable, or and no one's in danger, you can answer just one of my questions. Yes, that's fine, honey. Okay, then no, no one's unsafe. Great. All right. Go on and take their coffee out to them. Okay. And then, Mom, um, can I have a study break after this? A study break? Sweetheart! Oh, I'm so proud of you. You're taking your academics very seriously. Oh, honey. Oh, I know, I know you love working here, but I just want, I want you to have all the options out there and you're an incredible sports player, but really without the grades, it's going to be kind of hard some, in some circles. So yes, absolutely. I'm so proud of you. Please take any study breaks you need to. I can handle this. Okay, good, good. Yeah, thanks mom. And, um... Yeah, I, I know it's important to you, so I'll, I'm trying with my grades and everything. Um, oh, my little but man. I, I do really like the diner, Mom. I do. I, I he know says you do. I know you coffee. do. I'm not, I'm not taking it away from you. It's just, there's more out there, you know? There's more than Look, just this town. What do you need more than this? He gestures around to all the food and just the sizzling noises and the grease splatters, and he, like, kind of lovingly wipes it up with a finger. See? It's home. 
she looks at you with tears kind of gathering at the edges of her eyes and she just kind of cups your cheek. (sighs) This is home, you're right. And she kind of pats your cheek and nudges you off towards the the coffee and wipes her eyes a little bit. Henry will fill up the cups and uh, with a steady hand, he gives himself a pep talk. Hoequin wins, go! And he picks up the mugs and walks out into the diner area again. Yeah, Coffee for you? <laughs> they, uh, they kind of ignore you now. They've, they've made their assumptions about you uh, and about who this kid is. And now they're just kind of brushing you off like, yeah, yeah, thanks kid. And they go back to their conversation. Um, yeah, they're still talking about some kind of radar. Um, and how it's not specific enough, but you're not really that tuned into their conversation. He'll um, make a note to discuss with the group later. He, he, I think he has a good memory, but not a good comprehension. So he generally <laughs> will take things back to the group for discussion. Great. Um, you drop off their coffees and I'm assuming head toward the hideout? Yeah, yeah, he'd like some study time with Morph. Great, you open the door. Uh, Morph is still kind of in their little blanket box pile that you all left them in. Um, there's the uh, the little Spider-Man action figure. They've got a, like a, a He-Man one and a Shira one all gathered together on the floor. And they're kind of just nudging them around like they're flying. And Spider-Man's is doing like wide arcs. And Shira and He-Man are just kind of floating kind of it, it's 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 very quiet in there and they're kind of humming to themselves uh, as you come in henry will do the thing that he's seen adults do where before he walks in the room he will say <coughs> and like make a bunch of noise and kind of like hit the wall absently henry 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 hello hey morph close the door behind him making sure his mom's not around the corner anywhere and uh, sit cross-legged in front of Morph, and he's like a, a big guy, so it doesn't look like a very natural position. Like he has to really position his legs to like get all the, the the right uh, stature, and then he kind of hunches forward so that he's right in front of Morph. Hey, hey, buddy, um, are you still okay to be my study buddy? Yes, I can be a study buddy. Can oh, we go-, go outside soon, though? I think so. I think we have to make you into a refrigerator first or something. A refrigerator. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm not the artist, though. That's Rada, so we'll have to wait for them to come back. Rada. Art. Do you think they can teach me how to draw? Probably. Rada's really good. I think I like drawing. That's awesome. I'm not too good at it. I'm not too good at a lot of things. Oh, I could teach you how to throw. Ah, throw, ah, throw. Yes, I would like to throw. Yeah, maybe we can all teach you something, and then more if you can be good at five different things. Ah, that is very kind. Thank you. Oh. And their right. their long arm kind of slithers along the ground and comes up. To, to very carefully pick up the the Shira uh, figure and drops it in your lap. Would you like to play with me? Yeah, I do, but 
Morph, I, I told my mom I would study, and what if she asked me something that I'm supposed to know that I didn't know before? I know all about playing. What do you want to know about? I might know things. He leans forward and kind of like looks at the eyes that Morph had shown light out of before and says very seriously, I actually want to know more about you, Morph. You're the most interesting person robot I've ever met and way cooler than anything they try to tell me in school. Thank you. I'm cool. I'm cool. I am Morph. I had a name, but I lost it. I don't know what it was. What more do, do you want to know? Do you, like, remember anyone else that was, like, nice to you, Morph? Or are we the first people that were nice to you? Morph. Morph has not had many friends. Morph That's okay. Does not remember many kindnesses. But. But. I think I was loved at one point. Oh, yeah? Yeah. By who, Morph? I don't know her name or his name or their name. I just remember it was nice. It was warm. There were laughs. That's good, Morph. I'm glad. I was a little worried about you. You know, it's good to have a group. I mean, you're part of our group now, but... Swamp Kid Morph. Swamp Kid Morph. I mean, maybe if you can be a fridge, you can stay with us for a long time, but... I don't know, Morph. I think there's people looking for you. Yes. That seems likely. That's why you have to be a fridge before you can go outside. I don't want to be anything but me. I feel that. My mom wants me to be a football star, and I just want to be me and make burgers, so... Um, maybe you don't have to be a fridge. Maybe you can be yourself, and, and they won't notice. Yes. Yes. They won't notice. And you notice one of their big three-pronged hands has come up to kind of cover the red light on their chest. And it's it's a little like the 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 bits of their arm are like many jointed. So it's kind of like curled in around itself until it covers the red light. Um make me a make me a comprehend check. Or, or, yeah, comprehend or investigate. Okay. Which we're using I'll a go lot. But that's fine. With investigate. Okay. That's one success. One success. Um, 
as you're watching Morph, and they're kind of like, almost in a self-soothing way, rotating their body in a way, uh, it shifts once probably like, not quite 180 degrees, maybe like 120 degrees, and then it stills, and then it shifts again, and it stills. And the third time it shifts, you notice a little plate on what's usually probably their back. Um, probably like four, like a four by six index card would fit in it. Um, and it looks a little bit like the, the wear of the elements has um, scuffed away a lot of the information on it. Um, but as you lean closer, you can make out um, on the top uh, the letters A S D R dash zero one two, and then beneath that are the numbers two eight zero seven six four dash one three one two seven six. And everything else on there is kind of scratched and faded. You can see like the logo of the loop and then underneath it, the logo of the shed, but bits of them have been like scraped through with what looks like rock or worn away by the elements, as I've said. Um, there's a name underneath it, but that is almost entirely faded. Uh, it starts with a D, it's, it's, it's a doctor, and then there's really, like, the doctor is the only part you can really make out, and then everything else has kind of been faded. Um, but then they kind of self-soothe, shift again, and their body turns. And that's uh, that's about all you can see on that little plate on them. I think uh, Henry will make a note of that for the rest of the group to, to weigh in on. Um, and he'll say to Morph, Well... Maybe maybe be yourself and not notice was the wrong thing. Maybe maybe we gotta be ourselves and and have people notice, you know? Like I don't want you to have to hide your light more. They like the light. They like it. It's the most important part, they said. What does it do? It holds my It holds my you're, uh, yes. I, uh, I don't oh. think I know the word for it. Ah, oh, like a soul? Soul? My soul. mom says everybody has one. You just can't see it. The Maybe soul. that's what it looks like, he says, pointing at the red light. Uh, are you a soul? Are you a soul? He kind of dings one little finger on it. Aren't you a soul? I, I think it's a soul. Morph. People spend a lot of time thinking about these things. Do I have a soul? Yeah. It's right there. Uh, Who told you about it, Morph? I, Why is it important? The people at the place. They said oh. it's important. They Did they say inside. why? What'd you say, sorry? Oh, did they say why? No. 
No one explained things to me. No one wanted to explain to me why. Well, you're really smart, Morph, so if they explained it, you would understand it. Oh, sometimes people tell me things and I don't know what it means. So maybe between the two of us, we can figure out what the soul is for. Hmm, what is your soul for? What do you use your soul to do? Henry sits back and scratches his head, and he seems way more relaxed than he did earlier, where he was sweating about the, the agents. He seems kind of like poised, and um, the mullet has refreshed, uh, and he runs his hand through his head, and he's like, I use my soul to make friends. Uh, I was on a team, and they had to be my friends, but not really, you know? And the Swamp Kids, they really like me. That's what I use my soul for. Oh, and to make hamburgers that taste really good. My mom puts her heart and soul into every burger. That sounds nice. I want a soul. You have one, Morph. It's right there. Oh, yeah. He kind of, like, po- like, not pokes it, but, like, puts his finger right in front of it like he's going to boop it. Henry has a soul. Morph has a soul. Mine must be really deep inside. I don't know how it fits in me. Like, it's, yours is pretty big. You have a big one, too. Oh, thanks, Morph. I know it. I do work out, so maybe my soul gets bigger, too. You know what? I think, um, if it's okay with the rest of the group, maybe we can all go on a walk or something later. I feel like you've been stuck in here all day, buddy. Yes! Walk, please! Please. Okay, I'll make sure it's okay with the rest of the group, and yeah, maybe we can fridge you up real good. Mm, that would be ideal. Awesome. Oh, and we could put you on a dolly, and that way it makes sense that you're a fridge outside. I have so many ideas. Oh, hold still, Morph. I'm gonna take some measurements. And he like looks around for this measuring tape and starts to like take all of the numbers um, and he's really bad at math so it's pretty much a futile exercise but he will hopefully have a piece of paper with a bunch of numbers on them for the rest Absolutely. of the group. You take, you take your measurements. Morph is not a good help at this. He does also not seem to understand math. Uh, so they'll snake one arm out all the way straight and the other one they will leave kind of like curled up and then they'll switch them uh they get taller sometimes and also shorter because they get excited it's all very it's all very um the blind leading the blind kind of a situation here uh so they uh yeah you guys spend you guys spend your time taking measurements and um kind of existing in the same space together is there anything else you want to do um I think if I could begin to construct some of the refrigerator so that when the rest of the group gets back, there will be something physical there for for them to assess. Um, Go ahead and make me a tinkering roll, I think. (laughs) Cheyong! Yeah, go ahead and make a tinkering roll or, or... Sure. What if I don't? Do a lead roll so that you have like pieces ready for your friends if you want to have pieces great. ready for your friends do lead and if you want to actually start construction do tinker no i would love to have some some little bits and pieces okay. um 
maybe like a, a, a long arm variation and a short arm variation. Fantastic. And if I could find like a frozen fish from the kitchen, I, I know there's a talk of fish. I'm still not yeah. sure what that was all about. Nope, nothing, none of that. Um, can I use my luck point? Absolutely, you can. Uh, one success. One success. Uh, so when it comes to building a uh, a little camouflage for Morph, uh, you have two dice to give to your friends. So mark it down um, in case it doesn't happen this session. Uh, you'll have two dice to give to your friends who are building the actual suit. Um, yeah. So you and Morph spend a wonderful little... Uh, study break together in the back of of Greta's grub um you check in with your mom every now and then you drop some fries in the fryer you she she's not expect she is very happy that you're talking about studying right now so anytime you come back into the kitchen she takes the help for maybe 10-15 minutes and then kind of shoes you out and says keep studying if you need to keep studying um by the time you get back the the guard agent folk have have left um, and it's pretty empty in there except for the, the role of Peyton's skateboard every now and then as they come and get, or as she comes to get more deliveries. Um, and with that, we're going to jump over to Khadija. Khadija, you, um, you have, again, you have your breakfast. It's a great time with your friends. Um, where would you like to go now? I believe I would like to go to the school to check on grandpa. Great. Uh, it's a pretty quick ride to the school. Um, the front is locked up. Um, you know one of the side doors is left open so that people can come and go from the library, which doubles as the town's public library. Um, and around the back by the cafeteria, the, the back door to the cafeteria is propped open. Um, and you can hear a couple of older folks around town, um, kind of that that wheezy old do old people laugh that they have, um, and the first person you see is Victory Moan, who is this like tall, stout, uh, older, um, kind of like Middle Eastern woman. Um, she's got a headscarf on, um, and she's got like a smattering of like freckles across her face um she's probably in her like 50s or 60s and she's laughing uh at something your grandfather's just said um and looks like she's turning to retort in kind uh when she sees you uh rolling up khadija hi honey oh hi miss molan you said uh moan moan Miss Maud, how nice to see you. Nice to see you. Oh, so are you? Kid. I'm just Danny. Your grandfather here, he's causing all kinds of trouble in here. And uh, and from the depths, you hear, I ain't the one causing trouble. And I said that's exactly what he says when he causes trouble. Are you uh, helping him with the, I believe, the freezers As today? much as he'll let me, honey. He just... He's a stubborn old fucker, isn't he? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, sweetheart. I forgot who I was talking to. Oh, oh no, no, no. Oh, honey, I'm good. so sorry. He's a stubborn old fool, isn't he? Mm. 
Now, Khadija's never wanted to say fucker more in her life. <laughs> um, but okay, just no, no, it's it's fine. Yeah, he's he's something. Um, what does it look like he's doing? Does it, it does it just seem like they're sitting and like talking shit, or like is he like? It seems like they've been doing things previously, but it has kind of fallen by the wayside of uh, of of talking shit. Um, there are pieces of like the freeze, uh, the freezer. What is it? Radon that goes in freezers or freon? Freon. That's it. Uh, the little freon dispenser. I don't know how freezers work. Uh, is kind of pulled out away from all the pipes that go into it, that go around to keep it cold. Um, and it looks like your grandfather is trying to like use an awl to push holes into the aluminum um, and just like widen the holes so the Freon can get around more easily. Um, but the the awl is kind of tucked in his back pocket and the, the Freon holder is just kind of left on the ground. Uh, you you assume that he's been telling some kind of tall tale and gesturing wildly, which doesn't lend itself to holding an awl or a Freon dispenser. Not at all. Not at all. Um, okay. I I think she's just, she just addresses them both uh, from the entrance of the room. And it's just, well, I just wanted to check on y'all. Have you guys seen or heard anything weird lately? Oh, uh... Victory kind of sighs and settles back against uh, one of the the serving trays. You can, and you can see off in the corner that Splatter, the the lunch robot, is powered down, kind of hanging loosely in the corner. Um, and she says, "Well, uh, not not of late. Uh, there was some kind of ruckus last night with some of the folks keeping guard. We've had too many of those dang." Those shed people need to stay where they belong, over over in the shed. We don't need them around town. They're just causing trouble. It's I saw them chasing definitely... someone down in the middle of the night. Can you believe it? Did you? Did you? Yes. What did you? What did you even? What did you see? I, I couldn't tell who it was. They were mm. they were fast little speeder though. Uh, and these I mean. It's probably just you. You're a you're a you're a young person. You know how young people like to enjoy their time off of school. And she yes, kind of looks yes. at you for a second and goes, "What were you doing last night, actually?" Uh, last night I was actually I was at a uh, sleepover at oh. the at the diner. Yeah, you. It was so fun, and additionally, and sort of without even needing to say it, there were several witnesses. So of it's course. it was a very good time. Uh, but I, I'll keep an eye out for that person you said was running really fast. So fast? Uh, well, that's the craziest thing I've seen lately. And your grandfather chimes in from the other room and he goes, "Well, I've seen another Bigfoot." And this is this is a common this is a common joke with him. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, he he ta- almost every time he goes out hunting or is without someone in the family. He talks about seeing another Bigfoot. Um, okay. And he uh, he just kind of looks at you with a twinkle in his eye and goes, yep, coming down from the mountain. Eight feet tall, 
Wow. Red glowing eyes, swinging his arms like nothing you've ever seen before. <laughs> and, uh, the, the laugh is is f- funny, but also the pieces start to click about uh, Morph, and the laugh becomes a little hysterical. That's that's crazy. You're crazy. Uh, I can't believe that. <laughs> Child, the day you see your first Bigfoot, you'll never forget it. The Sasquatch are a kind, noble people living in our forest. And he goes off. You've heard this so many times as a kid. And as a kid, it was like very fun. And then as a teenager, it got a little old. And now as you're kind of (laughs) in this kind of weird state of flux with things out in the woods, Mm -hmm. it's it may feel you can tell me how it feels to you. It feels it's so I think it's infuriating because it's like she knows that her grandpa has no idea what's going on, but in the way that elders know exactly what's going on and all he needs is like one clue to put the whole thing together and it sucks. Just like literally cannot have any peace. Um, (laughs) So she's just kind of frustrated and in awe of this confused man being brilliant still Um, and lets him weave his tapestry while he's talking. Uh, is there anything, do they have refrigerator boxes, do you think? Ooh, very interesting. <laughs> roll me, roll me another luck check. Okay. Oof, oof. Okay, uh, evens, yes, odds, no. I rolled a five. Uh, you, as he's, as he's on his, his classic Sasquatch talk about how they are the protectors of our forest and all this kind of good stuff, uh, you're looking around and it looks like the lunch, uh, the lunch lads and ladies have, uh, have done a good job of like breaking down their recycling and taking it over to whoever's going to use it. A lot of the, a lot of the folks in the, uh, the greenhouse use big pieces of cardboard to, uh, like support the bottom of some of the planters um you know there there's a couple smaller boxes that it looks like they're mm-hmm. using to store um different spices but no refrigerator box to be seen unfortunately mm. okay I uh, think- zalmar eventually kind of peters out on his talk when he notices that you're not uh paying attention and he's being heckled by victory mm. oh yeah i'm gonna uh, like I said, I just wanted to make sure that everything here was all right. Mm. Uh, if you do get any more, I don't know how close you are to being done. I don't really know what I'm looking at. But if you do get any more big boxes, don't give them to anybody else. Just tell me. Because I won't. You add to that hideout of yours, kiddo. Yes. Oh. Renovations. I have plans. I love to hear about it. Well, when you get a chance, you show me that and I, I'll have some I'll have some thoughts for some fortifications. Good, 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 good. Yes, yes. Weatherproof. We can always use it. It'd be great. I know your mind. I believe in it. I believe in you. I'm so proud of you, kiddo. Did you find everything for your mom? I did. That's actually where I'm going next. Mm, That's my girl. All right. Go on. I'm sorry. Not girl. That's my, that's my sweet grandchild. I love you so much. I'm very sorry. I'm I'm still working on it. You know, you know how us old folks are. We, we can learn new tricks. It just takes a hot minute. That's okay. That's, and if it helps... I sort of like a sort of like I'm not Bigfoot, but what's the difference, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. 
I do understand Maybe. that. And he kind of looks deep into your eyes and you feel very seen for a moment. <laughs> good, good. I, I hug him. Biggest hug oh, I can give. Oh, you're getting so strong. Oh, my old bones, they can't take it. Oh, oh. And then I hug Victory and, and head out. Oh, she she pats the back of your head and kisses the top of your head and says, Now, sweetheart, you be careful out there. There's Sasquatch about. Of course, of course. More than one, from mm. what I've heard. Uh, and you go on your merry way back home. Um, is there anything you want to do through town as you go home, or are you going straight home? I think I just want to go straight home. Because I don't know that the um, people I ran away from are in the diner. Great. So yeah, I'll just go home. Yeah, you head home. Um, your mother isn't there this time, uh, but your father is. Um, and he's... You can see that there's like a roll of... Like a... Like a butcher... Whatchamacallit? You know how... Butcher words, paper? It's not butcher paper. The, you know how chefs have like rolls of knives? And they're oh, like, yeah. these are our fancy yeah. knives? Yeah. He's got one of those out, but it's got a couple meat cleavers and like one like nice finesse knife. And he's like polishing them down and like wiping the blades off and setting them in and kind of just like checking it out, taking it all in. Um, and he's got a list next to him uh, that he looks like he's making sure he has the proper tool for each cut of meat that needs to be harvested. Yes. Yes. Good. Um, um, he is up in the very small portion of the house um, that hides the much larger part of the house. Um, ostensibly because your mother told him you were coming home. Yes. Yes. Good. Uh, I think she, there's like a section of the table that is very much like raw meat will never go here. Mm -hmm. And that's important that they have that section. Yes. And she just starts like unpacking all of the stuff that her and her friends foraged. And, um, I don't even think, like, they start a, like, workflow before they begin talking. Because that's, yes. that's where they sort of meet in their relationship. <laughs> meet in their relationship. Uh, he barely looks up from his from his paper. Not in a way that's dismissive, just in a way that, like, you have your things. He has his things. Uh, and he just kind of, like, knocks twice on the table to acknowledge you. Um... And you guys begin, like, setting up. You start, you know, stripping leaves off of things, prepping uh, pieces of cattail to be used. Uh, and eventually he kind of speaks up in a low voice. Good sleepover? Yeah, yeah, it was great. We well, were sort of redesigning the fort. Mm. It's becoming a project. It's, it's a good time. You tell Gramps? Yeah, he's excited. He's mm. very excited. Good. I um, got everything that Mom asked for, but I know we're getting a hunt together soon. Is there anything else you need me to do other than, you know, be here? Mm. Let me think, let me think. Uh, run, run by uh, Red Star and Home Kitchen and Greta's to see what all they're gonna be needing. Uh, I know, I know vaguely what's up, but might as well get a full check, see what everyone's looking at right now. Um, 
That's about it. You know how to prep all this and put it away, right? Yeah. 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 I know you do. You're a good kid. If there's anything... If there's any... Like, not necessarily... It can't be super big because I do get scared, but if there's a smaller chop that's just like really cool like chopping the head off i want to do that this time mm. not too big but yeah like just like a oh, i've got a deer head in my hand like that kind of thing you're gonna get blood on you if you hold it over your head like that yeah you okay with that yeah all right make sure we'll save them for you good good yeah good oh do you have a big box and also um, a bunch of, like, mechanical equipment, maybe, or, like, fixing equipment? I need a first aid kit before a robot. A first aid kit for a robot. Yeah. Because, like, I have a first aid kit for my friends, obviously. But, like, what if we find... What if we're by a robot and it doesn't, it and then it gets hurt? What do I do? I can't put a band aid on metal, right? So just where do you do we have that? Uh, I mean, we got a got a handful of tools. Uh, uh, there's some pliers. There's uh, a couple wrenches. Um, nothing first aid kit like but I, I suppose you could take some grease uh okay. don't uh don't don't deplete too much focusing on those rust buckets but no it's if there's it's, one you really need uh i guess go ahead and take it it's just for emergencies it's not mm. honestly if i don't need it i'll put it right back uh one thing i do need that i probably won't give back you know what never mind i'll mm. be right back I'm going to go to grandpa's bedroom. <laughs> yeah. You go to grandpa's bedroom. I'd like pants, please. Absolutely. <laughs> grandpa, grandpa is not especially tall, but he's a little bit wide. Uh, and you pretty easily find some sweatpants of his. Uh, and he, and that you haven't seen him wear in, I don't know, a couple months. Yeah. Probably be fine yeah. if he doesn't see him for a while more. Okay, good. She rolls them up so small into her ridiculously large backpack um, and, like, leaves, like, a cool rock they found on the desk because Payment. barter. Yes, of course. Yeah. And goes back to the front room um, with her dad. Your dad, again, doesn't look up. Do I want to know what you're doing? No. All right. It's fine. It's fine. Like, if anything catches on fire, you'll know. That was a metaphor. That mm -hmm. was a metaphor this time. And he kind of actually looks away from his work and raises an eyebrow at you. And then just kind of laughs and shakes his head. Worse than I was growing up. <laughs> Good. Okay. I think, I mean, I'll be back tonight. I need to check in with everybody again. Mm -hmm. But if anything... You know, if anything, shoot up a flare, I'll see it. I know, I know. Go on about your business. Good, good. And then I um, 
while I'm making it seem like I'm going to leave, I'm going to surprise attack Hogan from the back. Oh! Oh, and he he puts everything down and really like reaches around and gives you a firm hug. Okay, bye. All right, get Sprints out. Sprints away. Good. You head back towards town, having put away all of the the foraging you did. Um, and as you're on your way, we're gonna make our way to the last of our swamp kids, Young. How are you spending your few hours of work today around town? Uh, Young is definitely not gonna talk to their parents. Uh, They go home with Samus. Samus is is running alongside them. Uh, They uh, grab a shovel from the side of the house, head to the back, and dig the holes that were the, the... specifications and measurements were repeated so many times Mm -hmm. to them in previous interactions that it's it's i know exactly how much how big these holes need to be uh and then uh there's already like some of the uh like kimchi jars that have been packed so the ones that are done i grab and i put them in some of the holes and pack the the uh dirt over them uh, and you know this is like the last time before the ground gets too hard to dig in it at all. Yeah. So we we set it in there. They ferment over the winter, uh, and it's also like it's a refrigeration in the ground, uh, so we can we like take take from it throughout the throughout the winter. And at the end, it gets really sour and makes soup out of it. Um, so yeah, and so I, I do all that. Uh, kind of do like. Uh, uh, if the if the parents show up at some point, it's like you go inside and pay your respects, and then uh, try to leave that conversation as f- quickly as possible. Yeah. Uh, because it's going to be the same conversation you heard about the holes that you already like. They're done. They've been dug, and you're going to hear it again for no reason. Uh, so I just try to very slippery do get everything done and do my part, uh, and try to head back to the uh, hideout as as quickly as I can. Yeah, you you you're digging for probably an hour before you hear uh, your parents' car kind of pull out of the driveway, and they stop when they see you around the side of the house, and they kind of like wave absently uh, and say something about going into work for a couple hours uh, before they drive off. Um, and kind of in your second hour of digging, you hear someone else digging, maybe a house or two away. Um, and as you kind of peek over the fence, you see um, one of the other drumline kids, Yaminta Greenlee, is um, digging in her backyard as well. Uh, Yaminta is um, tall, uh, indigenous uh, kid. She, or I'm sorry, she's not tall. She is one of the shorter kids, uh, but she's pretty like long and lithe for a short for a short kid. Round face, uh, light brown skin, long black hair, up in a ponytail. Um, her uh, like she is deeply focused on the the digging going on here. Um, but at one point, she kind of looks up to brush hair out of her face and sees you. And unlike all of the other drumline kids, she kind of smiles when she sees you. And like, gives a little wave. Are you Korean too? What? 
No. Sorry, what? that... <laughs> Why? I know you're not. Just... Yeah, you do. I was just digging a hole. My parents so... come and talk... Never mind. What's up? Are you digging for family or for fun? For family? I don't know anyone who digs for fun. Um, uh, Sam sticks for fun, and I point over at my dinosaur okay. who has been helping me dig and is continuing to dig holes that do not need to be dug in just not the not the right place at all. See, they're like you know. <laughs> okay, that's a fair point. Um, no, I'm digging for family. We're trying to like install like a a laundry line, I think, or something. I didn't. I wasn't paying attention. Oh. I, they just told me to dig a couple post holes, so I'm digging some post holes. Yeah. Um, no. Parents you ask you to? to dig a hole, you don't. There's no reason to question that, because at the end of the day, you're going to dig that hole. There's no way around digging that hole. I swear. I've been able to get out of a lot of stuff in my life, and I've never been able to get out of digging a hole. Adults will just not... They refuse to dig a hole, so they make the kids do it. That's my theory. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, your mom's like really good at making kimchi so i guess that makes sense why she wants you to dig holes right because it's like kept underground yeah it's cool it's That's fine cool. it's better than like not than other stuff i guess um what are you digging for the post holes the post uh, you said holes. that already yeah are you are you okay and she kind of like props against her shovel you didn't come home last night. Um, wh what are you, my mom? <laughs> the, my, what are you, my mom police? The no. mom police? Your bedroom faces- Are you a cop? No, gross. Your bedroom faces towards my bedroom. Sometimes I look over and see you, not because I'm looking, I just see you playing video games at night sometimes, because there's it's light and it's It's not at all like the otherwise. movies. Where you look across and see someone that's around your age and there's weird music playing that makes you feel things. Anyway, yeah, video games. Do you um, feel things? Are you feeling things right now? And now she's put it back on you and is like leaning in a little closer. Yeah, because um, I was digging a hole. And if you don't have feelings after you dig a hole, are you alive? Is there a beating heart? You've if you've never had a breakdown after digging a hole, I pity the... I wasn't talking about the hole digging feelings. I was talking about the feelings that you brought up when you were talking about... I was talking about seeing movies. someone of a similar age in their window. I was talking about how you probably do that to feelings about neighbors. I mean, not all neighbors. Oh, yeah. Well, um, uh, yeah, because like your bedroom only faces like my window, which is like right. so not even a little bit romantic and cute. No, it just is the way the houses were built and the way our parents yeah. gave us our bedrooms. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, <clears throat> uh, I could. Do you want to help? I don't know if you need help digging a hole. Um, I mean, because I'm I just did a bunch of them, are, are and you, they're really good. Are you done? Um, 
Yeah, pretty much, I guess. I don't know, Samus is doing most of the, the work anyway. Uh, if I combine all the holes that she's dug, it com it probably adds up to one of the holes I'm supposed to dig. Um, and okay. I could probably measure it and add it up, and I could probably make that argument to my parents, and then they would sigh and then go to sleep. Okay, then I'd love some help. Cool. Cool. Uh, she kind of shows you which side to dig on, and they kind of go on the other side, and you guys are you know, not that far apart digging in the same hole. Um, and you kind of find a pattern of like, she digs, you dig, they dig, you dig. Um, and there's a kind of an awkward silence. Uh, you're like really good at digging. Have you been doing this long? You know, just been um, trained by the best, uh -huh. um, who um, would be people in my family that you've I've never talked to you about. So it's kind of a weird reference to make. Uh, it's just a thing that people say to me around me, mm. yeah, like in movies and stuff. Um, yeah, you're really you're really good at digging holes too, obviously. Um, Thanks. And that is a cool thing to be good at because we're both good at it yeah so yeah, obviously yeah. it's a cool thing for us to to be good at i have um, like forearms from the snare so like yeah. yeah yeah no i definitely have never thought about your forearms before um oh really ever never never why would that that would be such a such a weird part of the body to like think about right like i mean like there's nothing nothing super duper attractive about forearms of a snare drummer mm -hmm. uh, who digs holes <laughs> before winter time, you know what I mean? Uh-huh, yeah. Just a cool thing that exists in the world and is a type of person sure. and not a specific one mm -hmm. that I'm talking about right now. And did you know Samus is a girl? I did know that. Um, you did tell me that the last time we talked. I remembered. Yeah. Oh, um, cool. Cause like, yeah, that's a cool fact that for, for, for girls to know. Cause we gotta, you know, stick together. Do, yeah. Weird. The adults say some weird girl power stuff that I don't know if I'm fully about, but, um, yeah, no, uh, I am going to finish out this hole. Uh huh. And um, you should, um, like, next time you see me play video games, you should just, like, knock on the door. And, like, it, like my parents are always working, so it's fine. And, like, they don't, they don't care. Or maybe game. they do, because they, like, but they don't, they're not around to enforce the law. It's that, that whole judicial executive thing. Young, anyway. are you asking me to come play video games with you or not? Yes, please. I'll consider it. And she kind of flips her hair and gives you a last look and then goes inside, uh, tracking dirt surely into the house. <laughs> and I you were left standing until... in her backyard. <laughs> just wait until she's inside and then like run over to Samus and then just like scream <laughs> like, so loud. <laughs> and Samus takes off and does like one of those, uh, just like a, a, a victory lap in the sky. 
Uh, and I think there's a freeze frame uh, <laughs> before it cuts back to, to the diner. Absolutely. You have you, your freeze frame moment and then a hard cut to you pushing through the door of Greta's Grub uh, with a smile on your face. Woo! <laughs> I just dug some holes. Anyway. From the back, you hear Greta go, Well done, sweetheart. Do you need a snack? Uh, oh god, I'm like, first, like, being in my body again for the first, someone asking you about your body after, like, being really, like, excited, like, you know, nervous or excited about something, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, probably. Okay. I think probably is the answer. A couple minutes later, there's, like, a grilled cheese. Uh, oh, thank you. You are a saint. Saint Greta Diner. <laughs> um, slowly over the day, the five of you are able to reconvene. Um, is there anything else anyone wants to do around town before we're reconvening? Any scenes you want to play out? Any places you want to investigate? We good? All right. Uh, you all come back together eventually in the hideout. Morph has, um, kind of moved, moved, moved around enough that the blankets and things are falling. Uh, but you see that more of your action figures have joined them. Princess Leia and Han Solo are there. Uh, there's a Chewbacca. Um, and they're all kind of like laid out together, uh, in a way that like the Chewbacca is on one end and all the other people are on the other end and there are some popsicle sticks around the Chewbacca. Um, but when you, as, as each of you enters, more delightedly kind of squeals your name um, and kind of waves a floppy little arm at you. Um, but yeah, you eventually all come back together and have your your things to discuss. I have pants. <gasps> we got pants. Do we pants. got pants. Today is a good day. We got pants. Morph, we got pants. You got pants. Pants. Morph, morph, morph pants. Can I put them on? Yeah, you better. He holds them out for Morph. Uh, Morph, like a toddler, uh, tries to step into these pants, and it takes longer than it should. Um, their their little three-pronged feet have to snap closed and then work their way slowly through the pant leg before opening up again and planting on the floor. They barely look like they have any balance to stay on one little leg for much longer than it takes spotting them yeah (laughs) Uh, but eventually the pants do get on they you pull them up um and they don't like they sag a little bit um even after you've uh tied them up because it's hard to keep things on a round thing um but they look like they're they're staying up all right Morph needs suspenders. Suspenders. How did we not think of that? He has suspenders. I could have taken the suspenders. I will get you suspenders. I think Rad is going to go and put out all the designs they had spent all day working on in front of Morph. Oh my god. 
Yeah, it was kind of slow at the shop today, but I made this so that we can we can disguise make your disguise box, but you're the one who's got to pick which one we do. Oh. Uh, mm, random more. insane different designs. One's an a- <laughs> there's one actual fridge one and the rest is just imagination. <laughs> Morph's the head. giraffe guy from One Piece design. There's a rat design. Yeah, there's like a bunch of there's a swamp kid edition. You know, it's like foliage and yeah. stuff. Morph's head rotates forward, and they give a good look at each design, and their little eye uh, lights go bigger and smaller and bigger and smaller, and they move to the next one, uh, and eventually. With their with their kind of extended arms, they point out three that they like. One of them is the evening gown with the long gloves. One of them is the uh, closest to a person one uh, with pants and um, a flannel, and the third is the foliage one um, with trees and plants and all that kind of stuff. I like these. But if you don't, or want something else, I guess I can be persuaded. See, what I love about these choices, Morph, is that there's like a casual everyday look, there's an evening look, and then there's like an outdoorsy look. And I think that like you've really, I think any of these are a fine choice. Thank you. Henry's head pops up from behind the the hideout blanket apparatus um, and he holds up some cardboard pieces that he's been soldering all day like just <laughs> working on random pieces and he's like oh I think these can be incorporated maybe I don't know I just wanted to hey guys whoa uh, hi and he waves with the pieces oh you almost got Ash Ketchum there I was like oh <laughs> like Hi guys. So which one should we pick first then? Like, do you want fancy evening gown? Do you want flannel jacket? Or do you want to look like the tree? I want to be a tree. I want to go outside. Can we take a walk now? Please. Soon, soon. Let me let me pay all of these trees so that we can put this box on you <laughs> and then we can finally take our walk. We'll take our tree on a walk yeah that makes sense okay cool yeah yeah it does i'm gonna go over to henry where they've gotten all the assemblage of different pieces and since they're all in like little pieces now we can make little leaves or like make it a little three-dimensional so i'm gonna start arranging and making a ghillie suit out of cardboard khadijah has duct tape for days yes and it's like, i'm just like yeah <laughs> so you can paint it i'm like duct tape paintbrush <laughs> just sure. mad scientists concocting something yeah henry's pieces are very modular it's like the ikea of cardboard <laughs> so he just hands you all these random ones that can be twisted around it's just like a hamburger you guys there's bread <laughs> there's lettuce there's tomatoes yes Caitlin's just skating around, so it seems like she's helping, but there's really not a place for her right now, so she's just adding to the chaos by skateboarding around everywhere. Morph is watching all of this happen, but mostly their eyes are trained on Peyton going back and forth and doing like ollies or like doing like the little step on the back turns, uh, and is just watching you in awe. 
um, lifting their arms when they need to uh, for the for everyone else to add on to their their form. Um, is there anything anyone wants to share with each other? Any information you found out that you want to share? Henry is always a font of things that he didn't understand that he heard during the day. So it's almost like a when Mr. Rogers comes in and sits down, there's like a ritual to it. Like he does this like very definite, like, all right, guys, here's what I heard today. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. Well, okay, good. Yes. Okay. Um. So uh, I heard that, um, well, first of all, Deej, I saw those people that chased you. Um, at the store, um, at the at the, the diner, um, they ordered grits. Uh, that's weird. No one orders grits. Very notable, he says, in like almost a detective type of voice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, also, they talked about a radar that wasn't working, and um, they were kind of mean. Uh, their names are Castillo and Everett, and um, uh, they think I'm building a box. Um, I think it went okay. I'm so glad that word ended in the letter X. Because <laughs> yeah. you said, bah, they think I'm building a bah. That's what I thought. <laughs> like, we have something to do first, <laughs> then. Pause the trees really quick. Yeah, I, I think I enunciated enough. I think we all were talking about a box. I yes. think. Uh, so. Yeah, but they, they were here. And um, also, I saw that there's a card on the back of, um, or on a part of um, Morph, and there's a doctor name on there, but I couldn't read it. It was all scratched off in some numbers, and he'll, in all of his, like, reams of random paper that he's been taking measurements on, he's highlighted the numbers that he read, um, but it's surrounded by all these other numbers. He made it really confusing for no reason at all, and so he's like, it's just these, though, not the other ones, not the ones that are right there, just these. This with the oh. circle. Okay, I, I think I see it. That's, I mean, if you, if morph is something that was made somewhere, then that has to be something you can track, right? It's like a, it's like a serial number. Is that something I can say and know? I, I, I think so. <laughs> yeah, like Cheerios. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Exactly. I learn a lot from those cereal boxes, Deej. Yeah, I mean, there's so many, they do, they should assign something to track them all, so yes. But yeah, that's what I learned today. And he, like, kind of sits back and crosses his arms, and that concludes story time. All right, <laughs> thoughts? Uh, um, well, I mean, the radar okay. is, I mean, is more of a radar, then? Is that what that is? Is that what they're looking for? Are you thinking that they're after Morph? I thought they were. I thought they were trying to find Morph, but they couldn't because their stuff is busted. Okay. But I don't know. But they still know Morph is in the area. They're still here. So what we should do... Morph, do you... If it turns to winter, will you freeze? That was sort of an assumption we made. Like, if we found you a cave and then, like, made it a really cool hideout with some leaves in it, and you could go for walks, and you could put the the disguise on, and you could walk around a bunch of people will never even know that you're there. 
except that they'll think you're a walking tree, which is all, which is marginally less interest, or maybe it's more interesting than a robot. I don't know. Anyway, could you be okay outside? Like we could just hide you away from these people until they forget about you? Question mark. Uh, Morph says, mm, mm, I have been outside before, but I don't remember how cold it was. There was snow. Um, roll me a tinker check, Shayung. Tinker. I got some in that. You want the extra dice on this? Ooh, yes. So I have. Add two dice to your pool that'll be seven seven oh cool. not successes <laughs> i was like uh total dice uh that is four successes um as you're as you're kind of circling morph as the others are putting pieces on them um you obviously take note of the glowing red something in the middle of their body um you kind of peek in through the the little gaps where the arms come out and it looks like something hydraulic maybe in there um but it's probably stuck right now and you can even like worm your little hand in there and start pulling out a couple of like twigs and leaves and things um that are kind of blocking the hydraulic that doesn't look like it's completely ruined um, and you do the same thing on the other side. Um, by your estimation and seeing everything that's in there, you think that Morph could survive the cold. Uh, you don't know how functional they would be, uh, so how much mobility they would have, but they could make it, like their, their form would make it through the winter, just maybe not fully functional. Hmm. Uh, well, first, I'm going to need some WD-40, some forceps, a scalpel, a machete, uh, $500,000, uh, and um, a Coke? Uh, I got you. Tosses <laughs> toss a Coke. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, I just start, like, trying to, like, get, I like, just put my hand and try, like, I just grab a fan full of, like, twigs. I'm like, there's shit in here. <laughs> just drop on the ground. <laughs> Your hands are small enough that you can reach in. Some things are a little more stuck, so you have to like borrow Deej's pliers and yeah. uh, different, dif- just like different pieces. Uh, Chiyun's probably the smallest of all of you, so she has the easiest time getting their hand in. Um, but some of you can kind of like reach in with forceps and other other tweezer-like tongs. items that you probably have. Probably tongs in a, in oh, a diner. Oh, for sure. There's definitely <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like yeah, forceps was not. A stethoscope, uh, a telescope, a <laughs> microscope, a periscope. Uh, uh, you guys have the necessary tools to kind of clean it out. A gyroscope <laughs> doesn't help you look at stuff. Gyroscope yeah. for sure. Uh, once uh, once that's all cleaned is, out, though, as this yes. is happening, um, I would just say, like, as all our heads are together and we're all working on this in kind of close quarters, uh, Henry would just look up at everyone very seriously and say, "Be careful, you guys." Morph and I found out this is their soul. So we have to be careful. Who told you? Wait, what? Souls? 
are <laughs> choosing their words very carefully right now. You know what? Maybe. <laughs> like, let me not. <laughs> Maybe I, I don't. There's no reason to. to I'm not going to die on this hill. <laughs> Chaeyoung is not convinced that souls are real, but it's like, that's not relevant right now. Okay, this is a really important part of of their body. Could yeah. we t put it into something else? The soul? I don't know. Yeah. I just know that they have one and that it's important. And that someone told them it was important. It's yeah, it's probably like the source of their like energy and life force. What if it's what if it's whatever the radar is looking for? What if it's Mothman? Mothman! I mean, Immediately, upon hearing the words Mothman, uh, Morph's head whips over. I love talking about Mothman. <gasps> yeah, the red eyes. Right? You kind of like already could like do a casual cosplay of Mothman if you wanted. Yes! I would love to dress up as Mothman. Can we turn me into Mothman? Is that what the blazer is about? And the, like, pants? Is it like a casual Mothman? Mothman! I would have two little eyes and wings. I start wait, doing wait, math wait. on a napkin. <laughs> like, do you realize the kind of economic boost we could bring to this town if we said that there was, if we provided evidence that there was a Mothman in our little town? Mothman! <laughs> and then we could really dress them up as a mothman and, and they could run down the street and then we could also do a different one with the refrigerator bit because i still think that's a really good idea but maybe we could we could turn this into point pleasant but in the west or north i mean it all sounds good as long as the radar doesn't work right i mean maybe deej has a point maybe if we fix the soul they'll be able to see his soul adults don't do the right thing in situations like that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you're right. But it, okay, Morph, do you feel worse when this isn't at 100%? And she refers to the soul. I. I think. I think I feel worse. I think my soul feels worse. But with you, I have my soul safe. Okay, then I think it might be worth fixing if you're not feeling good. If it'll help you feel better, that just means we gotta be super on our game. I need to get my machete back. And as you say, I need to get my machete back, there is a pounding on the door. Not like that of Greta, not the gentle knocks of a mother coming to check on her child and their friends but a forceful knock on the door. And that's where we're gonna end. Oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, we actually cops. did go as long. Scatter. What? <laughs> I said it's the cops. Scatter. <laughs> if we all just keep role-playing, Lev's gonna feel too bad to leave. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Look, we hit, we hit the, we hit the, we hit the boundary of time that I didn't I think we were gonna hit. Um, do today. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's where we'll that's where we'll pick off for our finale uh, next week. 
Thank you so much for joining us for Tales from the Loop. I hope you've been enjoying it as much as we have been enjoying uh, playing together. Uh, let's go back through everyone. Shout out projects you're working on, whatever you want to plug. Go ahead and hit that shit. Not shit, but like that good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie, go. (laughs) I am Carrie of Crossroads Games. We uh, produce actual plays of all different genres and game systems. The end. Lex. (laughs) Hi, I'm Lex, Titanomic RPG. I'm a game designer. You can make your own game with Culture Core in minutes before you go to sleep. You can be a game designer before you go to sleep tonight. Uh, Everything you need is at titanrpg.com. Uh, also, I'm Dashi Shijok on the Etherlog. If you want to go check out that actual play podcast, uh, we've been having a blast with the new episodes, and I just say more wild stuff than I say here, even. So <laughs> go check it out. We love chaos. Uh, Allison, what you got? Uh, I am Insight Checked, uh, variety streamer and TTRPG content creator, uh, doing a lot with actual play actual play production, uh, GM interviews, uh, limited series stuff, and um, mashups like crafting meets RPGs. Uh, so yeah, check check it out and come be nerdy. Yeah. Zach, Eli, anything we need to, anything you're working on separately from Mayday or anything Mayday that I missed that we need to drop? We feeling good. I was going to say, I would redirect you right back to Crossroads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like the crossroads. Um, been play- yeah. We've all been playing together lots of different ways. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, then that's it. Thank you for watching our penultimate episode of Tales from the Loop. Uh, next week, we're going to be finishing this out. So stay tuned for that chaos and uh, take care of yourselves. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye.